0: Hey guys, real quick before this episode, last week I said we were doing X-Men, I messed up the dates, we're actually doing Batman Begins this episode, so enjoy that with Mike Bobbitt, it's very funny, also we referenced Underbelly show, which already happened November 1st, we will have more in the future, but nothing present right now, we're looking for a venue, stay tuned for that, and also, I'm really going to try to have an episode out every week this year, so be sure you're subscribed, please rate and review, help us grow in 2024, alright, we love you guys, enjoy this
1: This is two mics on two mics Talking comic books on film To comedians talking comic book movies This is comic song
0: And Welcome to Comics on Film. I am Mike Cronin. I'm joined, as always, by the luscious, voluptuous, highly sexual Mike Cody. How's it going, buddy? Fantastic, pal. I'm so (laughs) glad we're finally deciding to use our normal voices on the podcast. Absolutely. I love to be here. I love life, and I love you and wrestling and comic book movies. Oh! (laughs) Well, that's been our show for this week, everybody. All right. (laughs) uh we got a great guest today we have um uh
2: detroit's own mike Bobbitt. how's it going buddy it's it's uh yeah it's um it's happening i i wanted to do a voice too but then you dropped out of doing your voice and i i froze for a second i was like i i i was oh fuck so um, wait this isn't a voice what oh
3: my god Oh, That's gosh. how they sound all the time? Jesus Christ.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's sort of like I'm gargling Ritz crackers and a little and you know. Just wait till I say something with a short A sound, then you'll be like, oh, yeah, yeah, he's from Michigan.
0: <laughs> I was wondering what that champagne glass of Ritz crackers was doing next to you.
2: <laughs> I'm gargling them. <laughs> I like the coat. <laughs> That's my throat coat. <laughs> oh.
3: This is our first ever Two-Thirds Michigan um, episode. I'm, I'm really excited. Mike was a last-minute fill-in guest. We tried to get Little Caesar, but he had to cancel. <laughs> cancel. Um, <it> was...
0: <laughs> yeah, he was, he was too busy building that uh, new pizza calzone abomination.
3: Which was also uh, the Batzoni? Yeah. Is that the one you're talking about <laughs> yeah. or, or the, the Four-Quarters yeah, Calzone? <laughs> it's the
2: <a> rebranded Batzoni. <laughs> I am so happy that you guys are referencing stuff you talked about in the Batman episode of the podcast, (laughs) because that's what I listened to on the way home from a show that I can't believe we didn't record any of our conversation about. (laughs) Uh, So I'm like, oh, okay. I've listened to one episode of the podcast before. I'm good,
1: apparently. Well, uh,
2: all the references. Little Caesars was in
0: there and. Well, luckily we bring up the Bat Zoni every single episode. So.
1: Oh, good,
2: good. Well, now I don't need to listen to the other ten.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah I mean, there are some sick Bat Zoni riffs on other
2: episodes too. <laughs>
1: yeah, if you want to go deep,
0: wow, I'm excited. Yeah. So speaking of Bat Zoni, we're here to talk about Bat Zoni begins, the first Christopher Nolan movie, and uh, we'll start with Bobbitt. What is your experience with with this movie? when did you see
2: it? Well, I I saw it in the theater, and um, this will make sense to no one who isn't the three of us. Uh, I did a a show last night with... DJ Dangler, comedian, mutual friend of all of ours. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, that's my favorite Batman movie. That's so cool. And I'm like, yeah, I'm not really a fan of the Christopher Nolan movies. So I started this again last night before my show. And then when I got home, I decided to watch my favorite Batman movie. So I will contribute um, anecdotes from Batman and Robin. You got it.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: That's um, all we wanted. That's all. We yeah, wanted. I mean, I
2: saw it. I own it on Blu-ray, so people would think I'm cool. Mm-hmm. And uh, but yeah, I watched Batman and Robin last night. Why don't you like the Nolan movies? Uh, I don't know. They're not fun. <laughs> yeah. they're, they're bloated. Um, they're cold. You know, I, I like. Uh, there's no nipples on the bat costumes. That's, um, that's There's a big no um, yeah back uh, formed um, butt cheeks. Um there's no puns. I I like a good pun in a movie. Yeah, I there's yeah, there's no Arnold Schwarzenegger in this. He never used Mr. Freeze. What a horrible oversight on Mr. <laughs> Nolan's part. Okay, and, you know
3: it's funny like the part where I don't want to get too far ahead, but the part where Bruce is buying the hotel with a check, which is, <laughs> I don't think you could do that. Um, he writes a check. He doesn't even pull out the bat credit card. So that would have been a great yeah excuse to work that in right there. Didn't do uh, it.
2: Oh, yeah. That would have been a total giveaway, though. Like, the the hotel guy would have been like, wait a second.
1: <laughs> what?
3: But then, he, but then he could have pressed his finger into his dimple, like,
1: mm. and just
3: winked <laughs> at the camera. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I think that'll get you out of it. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
0: how about you, Cody? What's your experience with this? Um,
3: you know, I wasn't that excited for this movie because I uh, I don't know. I was I was feeling a little bit burnt out on Batman and I didn't think the trailers looked all that good. I thought they looked kind of whack. Like, I like Christopher Nolan, but I was like, I guess I'll go see it. It, It's Batman. I feel like Batman is like most people's favorite superhero. So it's mm-hmm. like, you know, I'm going to go see it no matter what. And then I, I wound up really, really enjoying it. Like to this day, I think it's probably depending on what day you ask me. This is either my second or third favorite Batman film.
0: Love it. Okay. Yeah. What about you, Cronin? Yeah, pretty similar. I was, um, I was excited for this reboot just because. Uh, sorry, sorry, Bobbitt, but the last
2: series ended in such a disaster. <laughs> that, uh... <laughs> that is so strange for you to say, considering like how deeply closeted you are (laughs) (laughs) well yeah i'm I'm surprised (laughs) i'm surprised shoemaker wasn't like your sexual awakening
0: (laughs) well the nipples did
2: something for me it was more the story that bothered me
0: um but yeah i was excited for this and then i i think i watched this more than i watched dark knight like i i know it kind of has the thing we talked about with with Captain America, where the sequel is so good, people don't often talk about how good this is. But it's such a great movie, and I've heard people, like, shit on it. Oh, thank God they made The Dark Knight, because Batman Begins wasn't that good. And I totally disagree. I, I love this
2: movie. I don't know if this is a spoiler for what you guys will eventually talk about on the podcast, but how would you rank the three Nolan movies? Probably. I mean, I, I you have to put Dark Knight above it. So I would
0: say two, one, three. Yeah, same one, here. Two. Okay, but it's this is it's two this is one, DJ's favorite, and then three is underneath my balls. Really?
1: I I didn't think three I, was
0: that bad. It's not. It's not as good as either one of the
3: first two. But I didn't think it was that bad.
0: It's yeah. I it's my least favorite. It just like that definitely. I agree with you, Bob, it is so bloated. And I think it's part of what's great about these movies is that the style of movie is kind of based on the villain. So, like, Dark Knight is, like, almost like a a super thriller, heisty chase movie. And then this is kind of like a, a horror movie in a lot of ways where Batman is the monster for a lot of it. It's kind of like, I like that they treat it like Jaws where you barely see Batman until the very end.
2: Of this one? Yeah, I mean it was like a good half hour, but then until he pops up, but then you know he's in it quite a bit. I think.
3: Do you mean he's just still kind of like lurking in the shadows until the very end
0: when he really? Okay, I see that. Well, like you just get flashes of him throughout the movie, like. uh, And both
2: Batman and Jaws are named Bruce. (gasps) What? What? (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's been our episode. No, but- I my knee jerk, this is the only one I've revisited of the Nolan movies. Um, but after having seen, and I probably had recency bias after seeing the third one, but for some reason I know everyone likes the second one. But I uh, I I go three one two. Really?
0: Maybe I have to yeah. rewatch the three one. I'll tell you my big gripe with with the third one is um, Heinz Ward survives the stadium blowing up. (laughs) As a Bengals fan, (laughs) that's all I wanted to see was him die. I mean, seeing Heinz Ward, Heinz Field explode was was great. But God, I would have loved to see him fall in the earthquake. I I
2: have... Uh, Star Wars tattoos, so I have nothing to contribute <laughs> with your sports talk. So I will say what I like about the first one was getting to see Liam Neeson play Qui-Gon Jinn again. <laughs> yes. That
3: was great. Were they just like, hey man, just keep that beard for about five more
2: years. It's going to come in handy. Like, <laughs> And he was like, but the spirit gum, it's very patchy now. I, I don't know that it looks as convincing as legitimate facial hair. <laughs> and they're like, yeah, but did you see Chris, uh, um, what's his name, uh, Christian Bale's facial hair? That looks pretty uh, spirit Halloween store too. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, let's just get into
0: it. Well, first the opening, I did like the the Batman logo made out of bats. It's
2: cute. Let me what's counter that? that with the um, what looks like it was shot for 3D but not released as 3D. <laughs> um (laughs) batman and robin warner brothers logo turning into the um bat symbol and uh yeah i i mean okay yeah the batman and robin counterpoint
0: it it looked very (laughs) early
2: mid 80s and
1: uh
0: i did love the to your what we were just talking about i love the prison scene with dirtbag bruce i don't think we've ever seen we've never seen batman have a mullet and a beard and just be just be a filthy piece of
2: trash i loved it i do like it that he cosplayed later as a homeless person or you know did the uh it's a game i play sometimes where i find a homeless person and i trade clothing with them usually i go for (laughs) shoes but you know if you just want to like softball it and Trade jackets, then you know that's fine well, too. His was do they, they get sure. mad?
3: Like, this is worse than what I'm currently wearing. Why would I trade you? Is it like, <laughs> you have to throw in a can of beans to sweeten the pot? <laughs> Which is
2: lucky that I always carry a pa- can of beans with me. Yeah. <laughs> oh, a can of beans, can of beans, Bob, it's sweetening the pot. <laughs>
0: Sorry. Sorry, my Cody just uh, fell fell down a flight of stairs. <laughs> my my pee-popper guard
3: just fell off. My uh, <laughs> my high-tech studio in
0: my bedroom is all
3: falling
1: apart,
0: guys. I'm sorry. P-
2: pee-popper guard. All right, we got our, we got our sound check. Well, here. I'm glad I'm not the only one wearing Depends. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I did. Th- I did find it
0: very convenient that uh, Bruce wound up in the only Asian prison where everyone
2: speaks English. That was nice. And I do think that the main guy um, does look like Kanye. But um, mm-hmm. he, he, yeah, you know, yeah. yeah, I liked it. I just with his I- bug eyes. He looked he
0: reminded me of just an Asian big show.
3: <laughs> every time i see that movie the gruel that they give him for his lunch just looks worse and worse yeah. like <laughs> it, it literally looked like one piece of seafood and then just just come just that's yeah. it just.
0: <laughs> can i finish my cum before you fight me again <laughs>
2: the is for closers go find the issues <laughs> and you guys like- excuse me i need to go not masturbate <laughs>
0: i like that the uh the guy walks up to him and he's like you're in hell and i'm the devil and then seems to just get knocked out by one punch because yes. <laughs> <laughs> the rest of the fight is just him and six other guys in the mud
2: and that guy never shows up again well like Liam Neeson later gets knocked out by one punch as well and (laughs) like when they like face off at the end and he's like oh you've learned it's like motherfucker I knocked you out with one punch at the beginning of the movie (laughs) what do you mean I learned I saved you (laughs) I had such a
0: dad response to Liam Neeson when he first I'm merely Ducard and I went hi merely Ducard I'm dad (laughs) <laughs> that i laughed and laughed so you're a working comic i am yeah <laughs> that's why i'm still in it and you two are on the outs <laughs> well with
3: material like that it's hard to compete i mean
1: I'm not, i've never been the
2: strongest writer and i guess just, not according to dj dangler yeah. piece <laughs> of shit <laughs>
0: I did like a, the whole conversation with Liam Neeson. Bruce is cleaning the mud off himself and somehow makes no progress. He's <laughs> still so like kicked all over his face by the end of the conversation.
2: Well, it's like when you eat in a movie, you can't actually eat because then they're going to have to, you know, redo stuff. <laughs> The guy's got no energy. He just fought
3: six guys on a diet of imitation crab and jizz. And like, <laughs> yeah, he's not,
0: he doesn't have mud wipe and strength, guys. <laughs> give him a break. Mike, that's a lot of protein. He's got to have
3: energy <laughs> from that. <you.
1: laughs>
0: that's all protein, baby.
3: Do you think it was possible for like the first three months that Bruce was training with the League of Shadows that he really thought that Ducard's first name was... Merely. It's yeah. <laughs> like, wait a minute. Oh my God. I've been calling you merely the. I am so sorry. Funny story. <laughs>
2: Why didn't you correct me?
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> you were so polite.
0: <laughs> I'm so sorry,
2: M- Merely. Uh, uh, Ducard? God, God, I'm still doing it. Do You think that's why he's actually the big villain throughout the whole trilogy? Is because of the whole Merely thing? <laughs> <laughs> what if that's when Bruce is like, you
0: lied to me. <laughs> Your name's not Merely Ducard, it's Ra's al Ghul.
3: I am actually Razal Ghul. Well, actually, I suppose we need.
0: To... <laughs> you know what I noticed this time watching this movie is that this movie takes two comedic bits from the Chris Farley movie Almost Heroes and turns them dramatic. Mike, have you Bobbitt? Have you seen that one? <laughs> I, <laughs> I I'm,
2: I'm going to need help on this. I
0: so
3: there's
2: you're on your
0: <laughs> There's a scene in Almost Heroes where uh, they show up to a new village, and the first Indian they meet they think is the chief, and so they're talking to him, and then he starts slapping him, and then they realize that he is just a um, a very dumb person who lives in the village, <laughs> who's like mentally disabled. And they kind of do the same thing with Raz Ghul and the other guy in this movie where he just walks in and sees a Mongolian.
2: And he's like, well, that's obviously Raz Ghul. I <laughs> like how you struggled with uh, really dumb and mentally challenged. I um, tr- I can't think so of you wouldn't challenged. get canceled. <laughs> yeah. I was like, no, I'm, those I'm were not, not the first words. that I'm, I'm not your act. <laughs> okay, Mike. <laughs> <Robert>?
1: <laughs>
0: and also the the scene where he brings the flower he's like holding it so delicately and then it just gets crushed and burnt that is such a scene from almost heroes where he needs an eagle egg to save his friend and he breaks two of them and eats them and then he brings the third one after getting like climbing up a tree and getting attacked by an eagle and he brings it back and they just break it open and like all i needed was the shell I'm going to cut this like, all out. Fuck me. Oh, okay. no, no.
3: You're like, <laughs> you're blowing my mind, man. Because I'm just thinking about like all the ways that the plot for Interstellar crossed over with Beverly Hills Ninja. And I think yes. you're really onto something here.
1: <laughs>
2: Thank you. All I'm i, I saying was saying is
0: Christopher Nolan owes the estate of Chris Marley.
2: That's all I'm saying. I was fixated on the fact that Cujo and Batman have the same origin story and how fun it would be to have like the childhood, the child actor who played young Bruce Wayne, just kind of circling around Danny Pintaro and D Wallace in a Pinto, how much I would like Cujo
1: more
2: <laughs> if it was a small boy. What do we think of that child, Bruce? I mean, he's, I, I'd fuck him. I mean, <laughs> a minute, um, no, I mean as oh, oh, as an actor. Uh, can you cut that part out? Um, no, I use my one oh, cut for
0: that bad. Oh, Christmas, no. Christmas.
3: That's that's uh, our tag for the Yeah, we can only cut one bit <laughs> each week. I'm sorry. Your, oh, your, fuck. Your kid fucking bit's going to stay. No! <laughs> sorry. Sorry, dude. <laughs> sorry.
2: I've, I've worked so hard to keep that part of my life on secret. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah,
0: we cut to the flashback. That boy is super calm for being stuck in a very small space and having to be lifted out with a broken arm. Doesn't he have a broken arm or broken leg?
3: I think broken arm.
0: Because he is in reality, if you grabbed a kid and have to hoist him up, he would definitely be in pain while you were lifting him through that. He would be screaming and he's just like he just like calmly hands her the arrowhead.
2: Well, you know, Mike Cody, do you maybe I can just stick to last names. Hey, Cody, do you have kids or I have a stepdaughter, yeah. Okay. I I when I watched that, I was just like, man, my three and a half year old cried because I told him he couldn't watch Pupstruction this morning because I had to finish <laughs> Batman Begins. And I was like, Fucking Bruce Wayne gets his arm broken after falling thirty feet down a well and attacked by bats with rabies and and he's just like, oh, man, I'm scarred for life, but I'm not going to cry and ruin your morning and, you know, make you have a headache or anything. And I was like, man, I wish my son was Bruce Wayne. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Look, we've all thought that at one point or another. It's, it's perfectly
0: normal.
2: <laughs> About my son specifically or? Yes.
3: I
0: didn't want to bring it up like this,
2: but yeah. Wow.
0: Just, yeah. Oh. And you know what? We can make him Bruce Wayne. We just have to
2: murder you and your wife in front of him. Oh, yeah, that was such a surprise. Did you guys know that was the origin of Batman? (laughs) I'm so glad they showed us that.
3: You know what's sad? There's going to be one movie where they don't show it, and some dipshit's going to be like, but why is he doing all that? Like, one
2: one person. (laughs) I wish, like, in the scene where he said, you know, like, it was my fault. I made them leave the play early. I wish someone had said to him, like, I mean, you're kind of traumatized by bats, and your parents brought you to a really yes. fucked up <laughs> a opera bat. A bat about opera. sinister <laughs> bats. <laughs> it's like, I mean, your parents were kind of dumb fucks, really, yeah. when you think about it, Master Bruce. So, I, I, um I, mean, I always thought
0: the uh his parents were like such great parents until I watched it this time. And like his dad shows him the necklace that he's about to buy his mom. That's such a weird thing to do to a kid. Like, look at this pearl necklace i got your mom Huh? It's like, who cares
3: <laughs> i know your arm's all fucked up bro and you got scarring for life
2: but pearls bro <laughs> hey i got a stethoscope son you want to play doctor <laughs> and then he's like bragging that around. part was fucking
3: weird all right that, yeah, that was, was weird that yeah. was really weird yeah yeah,
2: yeah. It reminded me of a flashback in sleepaway camp or something where I'm like, "Oh, that's why he's so weird." It has less to do with the well and the bats and more to do with his dad would play doctor with him.
0: Yeah, I felt uh, I felt a huge sense of like fake humbleness from Thomas Wayne watching it this time because he's talking about like the transit system he built for all the poor, all the disgusting pores, and <laughs> yeah. And he's he's like, he's talking about how it's this great gesture for the city and it'll help everybody. But then he says he routed it all directly into Wayne Tower. So it's like, <laughs> it's like this great gesture wrapped in like complete arrogance of like, oh, look at how cool I am, though. The whole city has to go through my building.
2: I think uh, the primary issue with Gotham City not really, um well, having kind of a rough issue with crime is all the zoning. You have a fancy opera theater <laughs> that exits out into a really shitty graffiti-filled alley where there's just the bad guy from the movie Barbarian waiting to kill your parents. You know, like... You don't put Richard Break in a movie because he wants something good to happen. <laughs>
0: I also want to know, why were there seats in the middle of the floor, in the middle of the aisle? They're billionaires. Shouldn't they be in the balcony?
3: Yeah, they should have been in a luxury box or something yeah. like that. Or at the very least, a closer row. Like, I'd... Yeah, you're right. There's... There's a lot going on here. Why are they taking the subway there anyway? What the fuck? Like yeah. Yeah. he's
0: trying to be a man of the people. I feel like if you were sitting around and you're like, oh, that's that billionaire. It's like I feel like he was just like throwing his money in your face. He's like, why aren't you up there, you piece of shit? Like you're not one of us.
3: We're just everyday folks, like all of you. I I bought my wife's pearls at Target. It's uh <laughs> This is Cole's Tuxedo. I'm
2: I'm a man of the people. When I go to the fancy opera, I sit in section B, not the balcony. (laughs) Just the latter half of the main floor. Would you like to
3: share some of these, what are they called, M&Ms with me?
0: (laughs) Bruce, Bruce, get us some popping corn. We're going to have a rouse today. (laughs) For a split second, I forgot Gary Oldman was in this until he showed up as young, sexy Gary Oldman. And I was like, ooh. Oh, I thought someone did
2: an AI generation of real-life Ned Flanders. (laughs) 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 This was what I thought late at night as I was trying to finish this. I was like... Isn't it weird that at one point in time we knew Gary Oldman as a young man, but we always knew Henny Youngman as an old man? Cut that part out. Like, you can keep the child molesting part in. No, no. (laughs) I'm sorry. (laughs) I'm uh, going to add an (laughs) applause break after that. I just didn't want Cronin to feel bad about his Chris Farley dance. Thank you. <laughs> I
0: did like the uh, the League of Shadow. The setting of the camp, like with on the mountain, was such like a cool thing. I don't think I've seen in any other movie just that mountain and like glacier. Like it was just different.
2: Oh, you yes. didn't see Inception, where there was a big <laughs> fortress on the top of a oh yeah icy I guess so <laughs> yeah. Well, this was before
0: Inception,
3: right? Okay, yeah, and this was. And Inception was after Dark Knight, right? Or was it like right before Dark Knight? I can't remember.
2: I think Inception came after all. was after? Batman.
3: I okay. think
0: it was between two and three. Right? Really?
3: Yeah. Yeah. yeah I think it was. Uh, but no, it was, it was gorgeous. Like all the cinematography for all those outdoor scenes. Like I could have just watched like a, a Batman Planet Earth. Like Ducard narrates, you know, <laughs> like <laughs> like a National Geographic special, and I would have been as happy as a clam.
0: It's only bats. (laughs) (laughs) This guy's been talking about blue flowers for 40 minutes. (laughs) This is a weird pet peeve of mine, but they go into the montage of Bruce training. And how are we supposed to interpret this conversation? Because it's like, it cuts between him on the ice and then him inside and then like other things. Like, are we supposed to believe that this is just a conversation that's been happening over months? Or is it just repeated so often? Because there's parts when he's on the ice and he goes, he's like, I will teach you how to be invisible. And then it cuts to a lot later, they're inside and Bruce is like, invisible? (laughs) 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 It's like, did he just not think about that for for six hours to three days it was like hey uh i know i attacked you when you said invisible the other day what were you talking about (laughs) oh when he says invisible and the (laughs) and the guys drop from the ceiling i imagine them like like, shittily concealed, and you could see, like, their butts, and they're just, like, giggling up there.
1: <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna get Bruce!
0: Like, like Bruce is walking through, like, his, like, head
3: is, like, going right through the butt cheeks.
1: And, like, <laughs> Don't laugh! I need you to laugh. <laughs> yeah,
0: I did like this this whole scene. The, uh, the sword fight on the ice was really cool. And uh, yeah, then he falls in, and then I always remember the uh, like, just worry about your chest, like warm, warm your chest, not your hands. I don't know why that always stuck to, out to me. Like, like I thought the first time I saw this, like, hmm, I better remember that in case I ever fall into cold water.
3: <laughs> My favorite part about that scene is that they, uh, th- those things that are on Ducard's arm, and I guess Bruce's arm too, like the the things that Batman has on his arms, the the sharp things. It's like it was nice. And that's one of the the reasons I started to really like this movie was in that scene, because it's like, oh, they're actually taking the time to explain how Batman has all these weird, you know, gadgets and like weird little quirks that are part of his costume. Like, it's not just for aesthetics. There's a reason for him. And I I thought that was really cool.
2: Oh, well, if you like the origin stories of things like that, you should check out the movie Solo. (laughs) A Star Wars movie. Because <laughs> it'll tell you absolutely everything you've ever not wanted to know about Han Solo.
3: <laughs> Wait, do I get to find out how Han met
2: Chewbacca? You find out that and how he got the name Solo. Oh, oh, I hope yeah. it's because he was by himself. <laughs> oh, you've seen it. <laughs> oh, yes, I, have. I I do like the fact that Liam Neeson did all that uh, sword training with Bruce Wayne. Because you know it pays off later because of how much Batman uses a sword throughout the the movie. (laughs) I did like how Batman's known for his sword fighting. (laughs) At the end, he's. But enough uh... about Batman and Robin.
3: Yeah, shouldn't he be teaching him to throw throwing stars? Because that's actually what Batman does. That should have just been like them, like doing target practice, like under the ice or something.
0: Yeah, at the end, uh, merely Ducard is. I think he hits him with a pipe or, or, or maybe a a sword, and he blocks it with the arm things. And he's like, "Oh, same old tricks." And he's like, "I found some new ones." And then he rips it, and it like snaps the pipe in half.
2: Oh, I thought the new trick was that he kicked him, and I was like, "He learned how to kick."
1: (laughs) He's like, "I want you never covered
2: kicking." I teach you crane technique, jujitsu, but not kicking. (laughs) last time i bested you with a single punch this time i'm going to best you with a single kick i did think it was
0: uh it was a little unfair of merely ducard that um he said bruce's dad was weak and that's why he died but he died because he jumped in front of his wife to protect her and then it scared joe chill and he shot him so he's like your dad was weak because he didn't act well he did act he acted to protect instead of
2: disarm the guy oh look at Mm. mike cronin thomas wayne apologist (laughs) all about the man of the people thomas wayne (laughs) uh
3: this is barbara cronin cronin adjusts his t-shirt to show the Necklace of pearls that he's been wearing the
2: entire time. (laughs) My daddy got it for me.
1: (laughs) I like your pearls, daddy. (laughs) I don't think
2: that's this would be the first time Cronin's been on camera with a pearl necklace. i subscribe to your only fans <laughs>
0: this point we have flashback two with like college bruce and it's another move, movie cliche that Lindsay and i always laugh at is when they show a character is younger they just slap a shitty wig on him
2: <laughs> yeah
0: like no makeup or anything it's just like yeah let's just have a bad haircut and that just means he's
2: young <laughs> I felt like all they did was, like, brush his hair forward. And they were like, <laughs>
1: yeah,
2: yeah that, that looks terrible. <laughs> like, Yeah, just part
0: it a little bit in the middle so it looks like a butt yeah. cut. And we'll be good. Yeah.
2: It was like you know he what? was, like,
3: emotionally frozen in time on the night of his parents' death by having the same haircut <laughs> <laughs> the whole time.
2: <laughs> you know what? 37-year-old Christian Bale, you look 22 now. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Also, he he opens up a suitcase, and his suitcase is very tightly packed, which makes me assume that he flew home. And then he pulls a gun out of the middle? Did he just fly with a gun?
3: Uh, Maybe he flew... I don't know. Maybe he flew private? Yeah, yeah. don't
2: they show him getting off a private jet later? They do later, yeah. I guess he can yeah. kind of
0: fly in private.
2: Listen, the Waynes are people of the people. They don't magically teleport from place to place. like every... <laughs> They take planes like the common man. <laughs> oh, sure, sure. I forgot. Yeah.
0: Yeah. They, sh- they show um, his gun and then they flash to Joe Chill's gun that shot his parents and it looks the same. I'm wondering if he bought the gun that oh. Joe Chill killed his parents with to kill him.
3: Good eye, Mike. I didn't notice that, but that, that seems like, yeah, that seems like something Bruce would have done. That's a weird rich yeah. guy kind of thing.
0: That is a weird. Rich I don't
3: just want any gun. I want the gun that killed my parents. <laughs> How also-
2: progressive of you. I don't see gun types. All guns are <laughs> equal to me. Hey, all guns matter. Okay.
0: That's what my flag says outside. Uh, also, we get introduced to original Rachel Dawes as Katie Holmes. And what, that is one of the weirdest recasts of all time. Like, to take an insanely beautiful actress and then recast her with Maggie Gyllenhaal.
1: Yeah.
2: And nobody they're else like, notices that it's a completely different person. They're like, Rachel Dawes really needs to look more like a sleepy turtle. <laughs> why did I? I don't remember the real life story of why they recast her.
3: I never I heard anything about it. It it, it seems like it was one of those things where like it just happened, but I never read a big story about it. Yeah, is I this like
2: Tom Cruise era, Katie Holmes, or I think it's just
0: before. Oh, I wonder if that's it. I think I remember hearing that it was that just Maggie Gyllenhaal was a more accomplished classically better actress and Nolan wanted that as opposed to Katie Holmes, who I guess gets shit on for not being a good actress, but I think she's really good in this movie.
3: I mean, there's a couple scenes in two where I felt like you needed somebody to knew how to, that knew how to do some heavy lifting. Yeah. Like, like the part where it's obvious that Bruce went there to save Harvey instead of her. And mm-hmm. she just has to kind of like, it's just, it's a quick thing, but it's kind of like, you got to have somebody that knows what the heck they're doing in there. But it's still weird. It's it's really weird. Yeah. Why'd you cast her in the first place? It's not like Katie Holmes is like moving the needle or anything like that, you know? <laughs> you gotta go see that new Katie Holmes movie, <laughs> co starring <Bring in>, Batman.
2: <laughs> bring in that Dawson's Creek uh, party of five, whatever. Show. Uh, yeah, Dawson's Creek. Dawson's right? Creek that was right. The first, yeah. yeah. Maybe they didn't like the Rachel Dawson's Creek tie, They did not want like a Doug. Um, uh, Why am I blanking on his name? Build a title. Uh, Doug loves movies. Comedian. Doug Benson? Yeah, Doug Benson. Like, build a title with her name. Cut that whole part out. Again, leave in Uh, the Henny Youngman bit and the child molesting (laughs) bit.
0: (laughs) This is when the, I think this is the first time in the movie when they say Joe Chill's name. And I really wanted him to stand up in the courtroom and go, hey, brother, everything's groovy here. I'm just me, Joe Chill. (laughs) He's
2: no Mr. Freeze.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Now that's a villain. I really liked when uh, Katie Holmes just beat the hell out of Bruce in the car when he shows her the gun. Just those hard smacks are so brutal.
2: I feel like you're saying more about your your kinks. I got turned on. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
3: (laughs) By the way, that's fine. Where I feel like we could all take a couple slaps from Katie Holmes and be just fine with that too. It's <laughs> <Yeah>. okay.
0: <laughs> so she drops him off at Falcone's hideout or where he always hangs out. And I like the quaint idea that a mob boss spends his days reading a newspaper in what looks like a hotel lobby. <laughs> <laughs> As I always thought that was an uh, Italian restaurant, but nobody's eating food this time oh really yeah also no food on any tables
3: also the italian guy ain't italian that
0: is the least
3: (laughs) italian carmine falcone of all time
0: (laughs) but you know what unlike the batman now this is a falcone i remember you
2: like this falcone better than um um in
0: the batman i confused falcone and the other Maroni. i thought they were the same person for the whole movie wait which one was Maroni? in he was never in it they just keep talk about him
3: oh okay okay
2: yeah wait i i'm realizing i don't remember who falcone was in the batman
0: it was john Johnny titurro john titurro oh. was great but i don't know i liked that maybe it was just that they kept talking about Maroni and never showed him but it was just confusing to me
1: <laughs>
0: that they brought up a character multiple times in a three-hour movie and didn't just have him pop in at one point
2: Man, this movie could have really used Colin Farrell. (laughs) Who's not related to Will Farrell, it turns out. Yeah. Leave that one in. Or Farrell, the uh...
1: singer.
2: (laughs) (laughs) It's Farrell, the singer.
0: Yeah, I really like the the drug flower initiation scene where he gets Bruce all fucked up and then he has to
2: blend in with the other assassins.
1: And he does the
2: little little cuts. That's, that's actually my dj's origin story too he introduced me in my 40s to weed
1: and, um, and then we committed hate crimes against asians in la I did.
2: we went to korean town and he said they're all out to get you and, uh, I, started, I started cutting grocers it was uh
0: yeah when the room is revibrating and he looks really scared i was like man this this reminds me a lot of taking too much edibles a couple of times
2: yes (laughs) just being terrified yeah i um for my 50th birthday i had too many edibles and i was standing on the ladder of our pool skimming it and then, like, like I kind of realized I was up there and I didn't know how long I had been there. And I was like, oh, shit. And I felt like my wife was going to be standing at the back door just staring at me concerned instead of, <laughs> like, opening up the door saying, are you okay? Like... <laughs> And I felt like I was frozen there for, like, the longest time, but it was probably all, like, a second and a half.
3: (laughs) I I admire you guys for having the courage to take edibles and then, like, leave the house, like, in any way. Like, I, anymore, it's, like, couch or nothing. Like, I don't get good stories out of it. I just watch Transformers Rise of the Beast and then fall asleep. But, like, I don't don't have to do with mortal terror like I used to when I would go out.
2: I... I can't take them anymore because the last two times I did, there was a medical emergency where I had to rush someone to the hospital, no. and I'm like, "Oh, oh no, God. oh no!" Adrenaline's supposed to kick in and make me feel okay now, and uh, <laughs> it did not. And uh, <laughs> yeah, so I I'm afraid of um, all
1: substances now.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I used to take
0: a, I used to take like a, a tiny edible to go see comic book movies and it was the best it was just when you get the dosing right and then you're just eating snacks and they feel like flavor explosions in your mouth and then you're watching a superhero movie that you
2: don't have to think too much about man that is that's heaven i feel like if i do that i'm super aware of what was shot practically and, you know, the size of the room and what dialogue is adr Like, I'm just paying attention to minutiae in a movie that I can't pay attention to the movie at all. Speaking of which, I, I read some trivia
0: that uh, there was no second team in this movie, so Christopher Nolan right. oversaw every single shot. Yep. Um, wow. Crazy. I, I think it leads to it being a better movie. I think was there it's a reason like a- they
3: did that? Like, I he think he. Gonna be I that think he in, control freak.
2: Yeah, I think he insisted on doing it. Wow. He is a a weird. Um, I don't know if either of you have met comedian Trevor Smith. Uh, he's a Detroit guy, but his roommate was Christopher Nolan's assistant when we were living in L. A. Oh and, wow. Um, had to get a very specific tea for him that was not available in the United States and had to get it to him overnight immediately. And yeah, Christopher Nolan seems like a pleasant guy to work for. I
0: laughed really hard in the scene when they hand him the sword to kill the murderer. The way he turns it down is like someone asking you if you want fresh pepper on your salad. (laughs) (laughs)
1: It's
2: just like the slightest, like, Uh, no, No, thank you. No, no, please.
3: (laughs) Is it possible that we all had a lot of sympathy for the murderer because with our shirts off, we probably all kind of looked a little bit like him. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yes. I had That's... my shirt off watching this last night. <laughs> <time>, but... <laughs> were, were you crying?
2: <laughs> Head <laughs> of my body? Doughy featured extra is what my goal is right now. <laughs> it's my weight loss goal. <laughs>
3: that's your that's your after pick i love it <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs> right now i feel like i'm sitting at tall danny devito territory <laughs> cody i think um i
0: think you would look good with razo the fake razo facial hair just the- oh you think so to start. two that go down the sides. That kind of I think you should bit. grow it
2: out because that was another thing that DJ went on about. Was he's probably the most handsome Mike I know. Wow! wow. I
3: tell you, DJ is like so complimentary and like accurate. It's it's insane. It's how bad do you think that beard would look when you're like. Halfway through growing out your weird beer, your weird Cheeto curls sticking out of your face, like,
1: <laughs> well, it's great? <laughs> like Liam
3: needs to just look like ZZ Top for like a year before we finally gets it. <laughs> no, it's gonna look really cool when I'm done. <laughs> also, the whole really, I- will you shave that thing? <laughs>
0: The whole point of the League of Shadows is to blend in and be invisible, and then he's got the crazy special hair. <laughs> he's got these weird blowjob handles, like, on his chin. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, they perfectly cup your balls when suck your dick, just keep them in place on his chin. Oh, man. <laughs> You know, guys... He's, like,
3: infiltrating, like, Asian gay bars. (laughs) (laughs) Gotham must be blown, blown and (laughs) then destroyed.
1: Guys,
0: I've said it before, and I'll say it again. Don't start an an anarchist ninja group in a wooden building filled with gunpowder and open flames. (laughs)
2: It never yes. leads to good
1: things.
2: I'm so glad that Bruce Wayne didn't want to kill anyone. Yeah. <laughs> so All he did was flip it killed fire. <laughs> yeah.
0: All he did was flip a fire pit over, and the whole building exploded within five minutes. Yeah, I
3: felt like some of those beams that came crashing down. Maybe it should have burned for like I don't know three minutes longer before like. Yeah. <laughs> Fake Ross Alghoul was crushed to death.
0: Yeah, the noise he made when he got crushed to death was really funny too. It was like it's not like a, a scream, it was just like, oh
1: it was like it was like a
2: horrible impression of an Asian person done by a real Asian person. The happenstance of how everything falls apart makes me want to see a Rowan Atkinson Mr. Bean Batman movie.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
2: I think we've talked about that specifically, haven't we? Talked
0: about Rowan <laughs> yes. Atkinson as Batman? It was probably on the Batman. Ooh, you can imagine that mouth
3: sticking out of the cowl? Just like, oh. <laughs> <"Ooh."> <laughs> <laughs> so I have to say, the one part about the scene that, like, I've seen this movie so many times, I never thought about it until right now. What happened to the murderer? Like they went through all that. Oh,
2: yeah. did, probably died. Did the sea, did the sea oh, yeah. murderer die in the flames as well? Like, yeah. His hands were not tied behind his back. <laughs> he couldn't get out.
0: I mean, fake Ra's al Algul was in the wide open and he got crushed, so <laughs> like Bruce literally carried Russell Gul to safety, and yet the guy just
3: burned to death with his boobs hanging out. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: But the important thing that we learn at the end, too, is uh, but Bruce Wayne didn't kill him even though he totally created all the circumstances around him that killed him. Uh,
3: (laughs) Yeah, because at the end he's like, I don't have to kill you, but I don't have to save you either. So he's like kind of a a fucking dick. We don't even know if that guy's an actual murderer. Like, he could have just been (laughs) like... Uh, also- I deliver DoorDash
0: <laughs> and you can not get me <laughs> put me in wooden cage please give me a shirt <laughs> I'm very cold <laughs> my nipples are sore from being hard <laughs> And Bruce is writing
3: in his diary it. like nipples are a sign of weakness. I'll never put them on my suit.
0: <laughs> here's what I noticed for the first time watching is how far away was the League of Shadows from a from a private airport? Because he just seems <laughs> to walk there pretty easily and it made me wonder how many times he was like in the league of shadows like sleeping on a rock and just eating eating cum soup (laughs) like
2: man i just want to hop on a plane and go home right now they're like dude there's an a and w across the street there's a cinnabon man how do you think the guy in prison got those c cups Like, there's a cinnabon next to a panda express like you you don't have to eat <laughs> mrs paul's fish sticks and cum like you can eat food
3: i'm just imagining fake brazo ghoul with like cinnabon icing all over his lips as he's delivering that speech at the end <laughs> gotham must be destroyed except for cinnabon <laughs>
0: he hops on the plane, sees Alfred for the first time, and this is the first in all the Batman movies where we get a sassy Alfred. Where mm-hmm. he's like, you could mm-hmm. borrow the Bentley if you like. I don't know why he's
2: Australian, but... <laughs> oh, <laughs> croaky <was> a... Batman. <laughs> <laughs> that was a spot on Steve Irwin. I mean, I know <laughs> you, you were going for Michael Caine, but... <laughs> <laughs>
0: did i say did i say mike cronin could do a perfect michael cain accent never
3: You look fit, Master Wayne. Have you been eating cum soup? What's going on?
0: <laughs> we did get the speech about him becoming a symbol in this. I I really like the dialogue in this movie.
2: I I want to back up for a second when because doesn't Alfred say something or no? Um, someone says something like you'd have to travel a thousand miles to go. You know where someone doesn't know who Bruce Wayne is. Mm-hmm. So. If like the League of Shadows is so concerned about Gotham City, does that mean it was within a thousand miles of Gotham City? <laughs> is the yeah, League of know. Shadows really just in Canada? <laughs> it's it's actually upstate New York. It's, <laughs> it's
0: yeah. out just outside yeah. of Buffalo. Exactly. it's just it's just an asian community out there <laughs>
1: <laughs> an asian community
3: that's why everybody works. speaks english
1: yeah
0: even the poorest <laughs> even the poorest village people speak perfect english
1: <laughs> yes
0: your english is very good we're outside of buffalo <laughs> <laughs> then we come back to Goth- gotham we get our first taste of scarecrow and is it kisses? murphy
2: King. I think, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. I think
3: I think it's silly. Cillian. I, Cillian. I, I yeah, always go man. back
0: and forth between Cillian and Killian, but uh, I love him in this movie. And I read uh, another piece of trivia that Christopher Nolan was obsessed with his eyes, so he constantly put scenes in where he took his glasses off to show his like big blue eyes. <laughs> He's like, "Damn, Chris! <laughs> like, you had to bang, you had the bang Killian <laughs> Murphy, or what?"
3: He was. I'll say this though. He was really pretty back in the day, like to the point where it was like it was like distracting how delicate his features were. Yeah, and like I know like he auditioned for Batman originally, but it's just like ah, I can't see. He's just too fragile looking. You know.
2: Yeah. Yeah, Those those eyes would pop too much. Where everyone would be like, "Wait, are you Bruce Wayne? Because your eyes are so striking." Like your eyes pop so much like if I were to make a movie and cast you in it I would want you constantly taking off glasses in every scene just to draw attention to your eyes cuz they are hypnotizing I mean I'm I'm sorry for stealing these diamonds and I understand that you have to not kill me but um oh Jesus you're a beautiful Batman <laughs>
0: made me laugh is that so after bruce sees the bat in his house he goes spelunking through his old well in a designer duster that he's wearing (laughs) (laughs) it's like the nicest jacket i've ever seen and he's like yeah i'm gonna dive into a cave and go go look for bat shit
3: Bruce has a really weird relationship with clothing throughout this movie. <laughs> he like, does. I was just thinking about we were talking. It's like he leaves Falcone's bar, and then the first thing he does is give away his money and all of his clothes. It's like you're still in Gotham, dude. Not, <laughs> like, you need enough money and a nice coat to leave Gotham City. <laughs> like, who's that I guy in was- a shit coat with Bruce Wayne's head? Like. It's, <laughs>
2: I Was there I ever a payoff for that, though, when he gives the homeless guy his coat? Yeah, is there is a
3: payoff. Yes, big
2: payoff. When he, uh... a- Aside from when he sees him later on and says, nice coat? or Yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's it. Huge oh. payoff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Worth it. <laughs> There's a deleted
3: like... scene where the guy... Puts his life together because he has a nice
2: coat. That's- <laughs> and then it falls apart again because he develops a cocaine habit. <laughs> ah, ah, homeless again. <laughs> he finds the Coke in Bruce's
0: pocket. Like,
1: what's
3: this? <laughs> ah, jeez.
0: He gets addicted to Asian blowjobs with weird mustaches. <laughs> uh, so then Bruce goes to Wayne Enterprises for the first time. And I like that he didn't like rush into the boardroom and like, I'm back and I'm taking over. He gets caught like flirting with the secretary and everyone's like, what's all this hubbub? And then that's the reveal that Bruce Wayne is still alive. I think it's just like plays in so well to his playboy billionaire persona. I feel like in in like the Michael Keaton movies, he would just burst in or like the Schumacher yeah. stuff. He would just burst in the boardroom and be like, I'm back. And in this, he was, it was just so subtle.
2: I, I think Christian Bale is... Maybe my favorite Batman, but I don't think he's my favorite Bruce Wayne by a long shot at all. Who's your don't... favorite Bruce? Maybe Michael Keaton. I think I would have liked the uh, bursting into the uh, boardroom and, you know, Mr. Momming it up. <laughs> <laughs> Do you guys have a favorite Bruce Wayne and a favorite Batman?
3: Mine is uh, mine is actually Bale for Bruce Wayne. And, I think so too. Uh, Robert Pattinson for Batman.
1: Hmm.
0: Yeah. Mine is um, I think it's both Bale, Batman, and Bruce Wayne.
2: Yeah.
3: His voice was a lot more under
0: control in this movie. It was like... Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah. I might go Affleck for Batman. Actually, um, yeah. I like I like him as Batman, and the movies are all bad, but him specifically i think he makes a great batman
2: okay
0: plus he's older i like the uh, the older like batman that's been through stuff and kind of he plays a little more loose with like killing people (laughs) and stuff like his batmobile has just two gun turrets on it (laughs) it's just like well fuck this whole (laughs) no killing people anymore i'm tired yeah, I feel like uh,
3: Affleck Batman like really leans into the action figure aspects of the character. It's just <laughs> yeah. like everything he's got is just like seven year old me would have been like,
0: I have to have that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so then uh, Bruce meets Lucius Fox, and I love it. Why did he immediately show him like the perfect grappling hook and body armor? Like <laughs> if he if he it's like he knew he was going to become a vigilante, and he's like, well, here's all the stuff you need.
2: <laughs> well, my son will also do the same thing if. Uh... You know, get him a truck with a grappling hook on it—a Lego truck. He's the first thing he's going to show you is his grappling hook. So, maybe, maybe Lucius Fox is um, how you said earlier um, mentally challenged. I'm trying to say maybe he's on the spectrum
3: is that why they kicked him off the board and just stuck him in a basement <laughs> yes. just put him in a basement with a bunch of toys like it's actually the best thing, decision
0: that Bruce comes down
2: and he's sitting Indian style like smashing two grappling hooks together Lucius these are all top secret confidential things that you're creating and you are literally showing them to everyone who walks in the door
3: <laughs> he's like eating Cheerios out of a bag on <laughs>
0: My hey, pack blueberries. blueberries. <laughs> 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 yeah, it's like uh it's like Rita in arrested development, like he just talks so regally that you don't realize that he's like severely mentally challenged. <laughs> Do you like my backpack? Worst Morgan Freeman impression ever.
3: Come, come ride in the pretty tumbler. Mr.
2: White.
1: The pretty... Oh,
3: finally,
2: someone can do Michael Caine. There we go. <laughs> I am a British man, Mister <laughs> <Just to> White.
0: <laughs> yeah, delicious. He knows he's doing crazy shit and just lets him do whatever because maybe he trusts him. Like. He, He's like, oh, yeah, just take this grappling hook, this body armor. Oh, I have a crazy car. Do you want that?
2: Yeah, I'll paint it black. Who cares? (laughs) (laughs) He does the uh, Bill Clinton military uh, strategy where he's like, don't ask, don't tell.
1: (laughs) We're all good.
3: It is a little crazy that they don't trust Lucius on the board. And they stick him in a room with the coolest, most dangerous shit ever, yeah. and zero supervision at all. Like that'll show him what yeah. <laughs> he's created Batman. Like he's just...
0: <laughs> also why why is the tumbler in the middle of a building on it's not the ground floor, it seems like. <laughs> like
3: how they'd... the hell did they get that thing up there or yeah. down there? Or like wherever yeah, it is? Wherever like... it is, yeah.
0: It's so weird. I guess they do say it's the basement, but mm-hmm. There's, you never see any dock doors or anything. Maybe they
3: assembled it in the room.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that would be great. You can have
2: this, but there's a problem with getting this out of the building. (laughs) It's like does it come? How are you with IKEA furniture? Listen, listen, once we take it apart and put it back together again, it's probably not going to be as sturdy as it is now. But it will let you kill a lot of cops. (laughs) You know, because you're the good guy.
3: I just sure. imagine, like, Bruce, like, smuggling it out, like, piece by piece in a duffel bag. <laughs> He's, like, like <laughs> over a period of, like, three years. He's, like, yeah. Just rolling a tire onto the <laughs> uh, elevator. Like,
0: hello. He's listening to that Johnny Cash song. Did it one piece <laughs> at a time. And it didn't cost me a dime. Alfred said that the cave was because the mansion was a part of the Underground Railroad. But isn't Gotham basically New York? Did the Underground Railroad go up that far? Gotham is
3: actually, um, in the Nolan verse. it's actually Montgomery, Alabama.
0: Oh, <laughs> that, that we, makes uh, sense. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's why it's so rainy and cold all the time. <laughs> yeah, that part stuck out to me this time where I was like, well, that doesn't make sense at all. Uh, you know, one thing I will say, I did a show, I actually did a, a comedy
3: show a couple of weeks ago. This is weird. Oh! Um, it was a last minute thing, and, uh, it was a benefit for my buddy's charity, and, um... I opened the show while we were there. They were like, Hey, go look outside. This is in Pennsylvania, mind you, yeah. Pennsylvania. And, uh, they're like, go look outside. We were digging to do some renovations to this place recently. And we found an underground railroad tunnel. And it was like a legit tunnel underneath this like old train station that we were performing at. And they were like, we have no idea how long it extends. We think it probably extends up to the church up the block and it's in Pennsylvania. So it, oh, okay. It was, I don't know. It was everywhere, I guess.
2: I guess When I was a kid, I always thought that the Underground Railroad had trains. And mm-hmm. I don't know why I'm volunteering that information right now. But <laughs> I, was, I thought, wow, that must be so cool.
3: <laughs> Did you think it was, it was like Thomas
0: the Tank Engine? just
3: like Yeah.
2: No, I'm just I wish of... I could have ridden the Underground Railroad. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I was just thinking of Butch Wesley's bit about going to the Freedom Center and seeing the lynching exhibit and feeling like a bunch of white guilt and wanting to leave secretly is like, I wish there was some sort of secret underground way to leave here. (laughs) (laughs) The Underground Railroad Museum.
2: (laughs) Uh, We're having fun. (laughs) (laughs) this awkward silence was brought to you by white (laughs) (laughs) guilt
0: oh but like like you were talking about cody i love that in this part they go into more of the explanation of how he's building his costume and how they buy like ten thousand parts to the cowl so that it doesn't look suspicious that one guy is buying one headpiece and uh somehow he's not batman
3: yeah like he would have just opened up the Timu app, if this had happened today. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> then I like that uh, it uh, they immediately realized that it, like, it needs to be graphite. And so he's like, so we just wasted 10, 99, and 199 fucking cows that are just useless. <laughs> so they just have to throw them all away. What do they do with them? I was wondering about that. Like, what, 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 is it just like
3: one goodwill on like the outskirts of Gotham with like <laughs> like ten thousand breakable
0: cowls? Like, <laughs> Maybe he sells his own Batman costumes for
2: Halloween, and he just <laughs> turned them all into that. I'm eventually going to go broke. We'll set up a Patreon. These could be <laughs> <laughs> these could be something that a higher tier <laughs> patron gets. Did Save Bruce all the Wayne
0: graphite ones. That's a good point. Did Bruce Wayne ever go broke in the comics? No,
3: I mean that would be a great storyline. I mean, like he's really blowing through all of his money, <laughs> like, yeah, to the point where like he should have just given them some money to hire more cops, like
0: because <laughs> <laughs> uh, I yep. know Iron Man went bankrupt like three times throughout his runs in Marvel. It's just huh. such a more interesting story to like have to build back up than just always being
2: a billionaire. Well, I'm glad that someone is finally saying that Marvel's better than DC because I have thought for the limited time, but I didn't want to get cancelled. Thank you. Yeah, I prefer Marvel over DC. There you go. There it's out. Me too. It's a tough stand. It's a tough stand. I do
0: too. Also, uh, Gordon hasn't aged in a day. They should have threw a shitty wig on him in the beginning because he looks he looks exactly the same as he did in the flashback from 20 years ago.
1: <laughs>
0: Just 20 years of, of police work with a corrupt partner has not aged him at all somehow.
3: <laughs> also, his partner should have been dead already. Like if that yeah. was his partner the whole time. Like <laughs> <laughs> Heart Martin, attack, bullet, something. That guy yeah. should have been dead.
2: Mark Boone Jr. lived near us in L.A., and uh, when I would walk my friend's dog, uh, he would stop and pet her dog sometimes, and uh, Ah. he's a very sweet guy, and he would take the bus. He's like uh, a man of the people. He's a regular Thomas Wayne (laughs) taking public (laughs) transportation.
0: Now, walk my friend's dog. That's a euphemism, right?
2: Oh, yeah, 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 Yeah. yeah.
0: That's when you uh, you you put a
2: tiny leash on your penis and walk it around.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
2: <laughs> okay. I do it with my penis still inside my pants, though, because yeah. I'm not Mike Cronin. <laughs> Always pulling parts <laughs> of my penis out. Parts. <laughs> it's not the tumbler being reassembled outside.
3: Hey, man, we know about your weird chopped up penis. <laughs> God damn it. We don't judge you, but don't act like we don't know. Okay. <laughs>
0: I thought you wouldn't recognize the zippers. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I did like when Batman meets Gordon for the first time. His his shitty costume and his super clumsy escape makes me laugh. <laughs> like, he's just got a ski mask on and, and all the grappling gear. And then when he hits the fire escape and it, he, like, hits his ribs and then you see his teeth, like... He looks like Gary Busey for a second because it's all you see are his teeth. He's like, ah! <laughs>
1: I really
3: enjoyed that. Would it have been a better movie if he had been Christian Bale as Bruce Wayne but Gary Busey as Batman? Yes! Because <laughs> he wouldn't even have to change the voice. He could have just done the Busey voice. <laughs>
0: Oh, that would be great if Batman uh, just put in big fake Gary Busey teeth (laughs) to help disguise himself.
2: I have a pitch for a movie. It's called The Batman. It's Gary Busey and Rowan Atkinson. (laughs) (laughs) Two Batman.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I gotta say, this is my favorite bat symbol of all the Batman movies. Just the straight wings, and uh, I think it looks cool, and I think it makes sense for the batarangs.
2: Yeah. Okay. I'm and not going like, to fight
0: you on this. I like that Robert Pattinson's detaches and becomes like a throwable thing, but I do like this design better. And I like that the, the batarangs like fold in half so they're he doesn't poke himself on accident when he's <laughs> when he's running around. He's like, ooh, I stabbed my, my side.
2: Ooh, foldable batarangs. Makes me think instead of Little Caesars, they should have had like a, a Taco Bell tie-in. Ooh. Oh. That would have been way better. Yeah. yeah, they could have done, like, the uh, Batarang Grande or something. <laughs> Cut that one out, too. Again, leave nope. in the child. <laughs> ah, <stop.
3: laughs> child molesting taco freak Mike Bobbitt has come up with another great idea.
0: <laughs> <laughs> then we get to the docks. The docks is one of my favorite scenes in the movie. I like that the corrupt cop is just corrupt enough. He's not, like, over-the-top corrupt, like in, uh... I feel like in the Batman, a lot of the times they're talking, like, the DA and stuff, and you're like, Oh, Jesus, I get it. You do drugs and cheat on your wife.
2: Yeah.
0: It's more of a way of life.
1: Yeah.
2: So you're saying in most Batman movies, corrupt cops are akin to road comics. Yes. 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 An old
0: veteran road (laughs) dog. Hi, I'm merely Ducard. I'm dad.
1: <laughs>
0: but this is a doc scene in particular is what I was talking about with like Batman being kind of a monster. Like you, you only see flashes of him in the shadows and then he like come and abducts the guy. It just made me think of like a horror movie, but instead of horny teens, it's just dirty white men. <laughs> yeah, I like that. Where are you? And then he just like pops up behind him. He's like, "Here."
1: <laughs>
2: I, I don't think that was the tone.
0: Oh, I th- that's how
2: I
3: got. Yeah, and then he's like, that's, oh, kind of, okay. "That's kind of that's kind of how I took it." He was like, "Here." Yeah.
0: <laughs> what the hell are you?
3: <laughs> I'm Batman. <laughs> the original line for that scene was
1: Peekaboo.
0: oh i wish they had kept that
1: (laughs) what if christian
0: Bale did that on the first take (laughs) hey y'all it's me batman (laughs) (laughs) hey can we try a different voice for batman
1: (laughs) (laughs) who are you
3: tickle monster jones (laughs) later that night he's in his diary like i think i'm gonna go with batman that was really (laughs) great and then i was Tickle monster jones
0: (laughs) who are you i'm flying mouse boy (laughs) (laughs) oh yeah this is when batman meets rachel dawes and i like that she slaps like her her signature move now is just slapping people (laughs) Like, the two muggers come to mug her and she slaps one of them and then just turns her back to him as if, like, well, that guy was disposed of.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Rachel, the courageous DA
0: who's never lived in the city before. (laughs) (laughs) And then I like when she tases, she shoots the taser at Batman and just hits his chest and he, like, slaps it off.
3: Yeah, that part was cool.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. I will say,
3: having lived in New York for long enough... That's kind of how most of the subway stops in Brooklyn look. Not so much yeah. the trains. The trains are all pretty clean, but the subway stops, it's like, wow. it's uh, <laughs> There's filth in places that you're like, I didn't know that could get dirty. And I'm kind of impressed. By <laughs> I,
0: the guy tied to the spotlight was cool. I like that it makes like the first bat symbol. But in reality, mm-hmm. that guy would be burned alive. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah.
2: Massive light. And then the- I didn't kill him. The light did.
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> now, you are killing all these people, Batman. <laughs> no. No, you the spike- are. <laughs> <laughs> the spike balls I put down on the police chasing me because I'm clearly a criminal <laughs> killed the police, <laughs> not me. I'm a good guy. I don't kill. <laughs> I just don't save some people. Listen, I'm a lot like Jigsaw.
0: <laughs> I don't kill people <laughs> they kill people uh, I really like the scene where um, it's right after when he buys the hotel so that the two whores can swim in the fountain and uh, he uh, runs into Rachel and I like that he's like he wants to prove to her that he's trying to change the city but he can't without revealing himself so he's just like has to let her go yeah be like, yeah, I guess I look like a piece of shit
2: Oh my God, Cronin! Is a single tear going down your cheek right now? It's just—it's a beautiful scene. Yeah, you know that's normally what people mean when they say reveal themselves, not the way you do it constantly. Oh, what you, oh, wait, no. what do you? No, with your zipper. <laughs> like no, it's supposed to be showing someone who you are on the inside, not yeah, the what inside your penis looks like. No, no, you are getting this all wrong. Like I know um, you want to be a sensitive good guy, but um yeah. Well what you're missing the more, mark a lot like Bruce Wayne. What is more sensitive than showing you my most sensitive parts? Oh, that's a good point. I stand corrected. Edit that part out. Yeah. Wait. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> right. that, that part I will edit
3: out.
0: <laughs> okay.
3: Do you think if Bruce had just whipped it out at the restaurant that he now owned, he wrote a check. I'm yeah. sure they had time to, to <laughs> cash it on their bank app uh like, would he have gotten
0: do you take zell
3: <laughs> we do find you the wayne <laughs> that's my that's my fancy waiter impression now because, like,
1: <laughs> <I'll See? look. laughs>
0: that waiter or manager or whatever he's like i'm gonna have to ask you to leave and he's like i'm buying this hotel and then puts the check in his pocket like <laughs> He doesn't own the hotel. <laughs> that guy could just walk away with a check for like $300 million. <laughs> I
2: made it payable to cash. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: oh, um, I really like, what do you guys think of the uh, the microwave bomb thing? That's like the final centerpiece of the movie.
3: Oh, I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. It was the first, it was, it was weird. It was like the most high tech looking thing in the movie. And usually, when people have a MacGuffin like that, it's like I don't know. It's like needlessly complicated. But this one, I was like, yeah, "This is cool." Yeah, I liked it. I thought it, was, it all came together pretty well. Like it all, it all made sense. It didn't feel like there was something that came way out of left field and like you didn't put the pieces together
2: to no. uh, to uh, evaporate all the water. You're talking, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the water that they've been polluting for weeks. Because people don't ever drink water or take you know <laughs> what's wrong with Mom? She did the dishes and the water started to steam, and now she's talking about maggots coming out of the washing machine <laughs> <Jean> and...
1: <laughs>
3: maybe that the Gotham's nickname is the city of cold showers, so like. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oh, that is a really good point. I never thought of this. nobody just nobody uses hot water in Gotham. Right? <laughs> it's all polar plunges in Gotham, I guess. <laughs> um, I do. I feel like in the w- another thing I like about this movie is that they kind of in the beginning start to set up Falcone as the big bad, and then Scarecrow mm. comes in and just immediately dismantles him.
2: It's a good out... thing there were no cameras in that police interrogation room at <laughs> yeah, all. <man.
1: laughs>
2: you know how police interrogation rooms never have cameras. They famously don't have cameras <laughs> or a yeah. window
0: for people to yeah. see what's going on in there. Yep. I love that
3: scene. Like just the way that like Murphy goes, Would you like to see my mask? Because he's like, he doesn't say it like all proud. He's just more exasperated. <laughs> but but he's still really polite about it. Like yeah. He's like, I'm literally going to drive this guy um, out of his mind. But I'm not going to be rude. I'm still going to be polite. I'm going to ask first. Yeah, Do you yeah, think
2: if uh, Monte had said, like, no, I don't want to see your – that's what you put on when you start gassing people. No, I don't want to <laughs> see your mask. Murphy would have been like, oh, um – I'll be back. I need a plan B. Ah, i <laughs> oh, for sure. You were just going to sit there and let me put on the mask so I could guess.
3: Oh, are you sure you don't want to see my mask? Like it's, like, really it's a cool, cool mask. It's yeah. a very cool mask.
2: Do you like the wizard of Oz? Because it's a scarecrow. Like, it's... Uh,
0: yeah, th- this part of the movie, there's a, a couple of like iconic scenes back to back. The first is the first time Batman just abandons Jim Gordon mid sentence. Or mm-hmm. Jim is just like, yeah, so we go and turns around and Batman's gone. And he's like, great. <laughs> it makes you think of Rory Scovel has a great bit about just how big of a dick Batman is to Gordon when like seemingly his closest <laughs> friend, <laughs> and he just disappears all the time, like halfway through a sentence. <laughs> It's so stupid, dude, because it's like
3: maybe there's times when Gordon has one more sentence that's pretty important. You know, like by the way, don't go in there because there's a nuclear war. What the fuck?
2: Like (laughs) I'm gonna start doing that as a social experiment to see how many friends I keep. I'm gonna have conversations (laughs) with people and in the middle of them talking, I'm just gonna get up and walk away. (laughs) Um yeah, would if I just exited the chat right. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, we also get the line that uh, um, I certainly imitate. I feel like it's a big Batman impression. Was which is where the guy's like,
2: "I swear to God," and he's like, "Swear to me."
0: <laughs> oh yeah, I love that. Uh-huh. Let
2: me throw that against. Uh, I know that you were a big fan of the uh, Batman versus the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Have you forgotten? There's a point in Batman and Robin where Chris O'Donnell does say, "Cowabunga." <laughs> I did forget that. Yeah, wow, you really like that movie. I, totally I forgot that. Wow. Yeah. No, I'm I'm serious. I rewatched Batman and Robin this morning. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, I got. I guess it's we right throw after, it on the list. They fight the uh, um, ice skating uh, foot clan. Um, oh yeah, <laughs> Mister Freeze's foot clan. Yeah,
0: I do like the uh, the name. The Narrows is such a great name for like the shitty part of town. Yeah, yeah. Was that part of the comics? I don't know.
2: Yeah, I'm not sure it's, either. Yeah, I don't
3: remember that. But it's either way, it's cool. I mean, they, yeah. they should retcon the comics and put it in there. Yeah, since Gotham is an enormous from this like wide <laughs> shot they should have it. Oh my god, it's so big.
2: It's it's weird like the Batman movies are my least favorite superhero movies, but Batman comics are probably the superhero comics that I've read the most of. So, it is yeah, but I I don't, yeah. you know. Yeah. I mean, I like Frank Miller stuff. Just mostly cuz I hate women. And, yeah, um,
1: sure. <laughs> <laughs> Unless there's strippers with hearts of gold <laughs>
2: living in Sin City, then you know, like I like vigilante sex workers. That's the only kind of woman I like. <laughs> yeah. I have a dominatrix fetish. <laughs> you know any women that would like me to uh, like to peg me right now? Or don't cut any of this out. I'm soliciting yeah. right <laughs> now. I, um, <laughs>
3: This is gonna be a 30-second episode. We're just gonna release
2: that.
0: <laughs> We're just gonna release you saying you want to fuck a kid. And,
3: and then cut it to just peg me right now.
1: <laughs> I'm then pro- I'll give Miller. out your phone number. Yes.
0: Um I have I have two uh two confessions to make. Um you also One, want to be pegged? I also want to be pegged by a child. Okay. And, uh, no, no, this is, I think, the 14th episode of the podcast. And Mike has brought up Bloodhaven almost every episode. And I always laugh. And I, I don't know that reference. I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, oh, there's like a... It's like a... I don't
3: know. So it's like if... <laughs> the way I understand it, it's like if Gotham was Minneapolis bloodhaven is like i don't even know if it's saint paul it's like <laughs> it's 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 like a cincinnati to dayton kind of relationship it's okay. like just the, the sister city that's like kind of a little bit down the road and uh, like robin robin after a while like when he becomes nightwing he just dips out of gotham and like goes to protect bloodhaven okay um yeah, it's a starter city. I guess homes a little cheaper. You know, you what don't a have to horrible be a name for a town. I live in a <laughs> right <blind> exactly <laughs> Bloodhaven. I was <just> hanging <laughs> out down to Bloodhaven, like, but it's spelled like I think it's spelled like B L U D H A V E N because
0: you know, wow. <laughs> wink. It's German.
2: <laughs> oh, since you guys are both originally Ohio comedian, there's a bit that I've repeatedly attributed to DJ as one of my favorite bits of DJs even though he always tells me you know that's not my bit right no wonder he likes Cody more than he likes me um, <laughs> it, it maybe it's an Ohio comic someone does a bit about like Marion Ohio is for the people that uh, or Dayton Ohio is for the people that lived in a Marion Ohio but were afraid of commitment or something like that <laughs> Like, <laughs> I don't know, I, don't know. Oh, I love that bit so much I don't, I
0: don't know, know but whoever, it is. whoever that guy is, he's laughing in his mansion right now.
2: Yeah. <laughs> now that DJ showed too much favoritism towards Mike Cody, I'm in the market for a new best friend. So <laughs> oh, if you're man. a comedian and you wrote that bit. And you like pegging. <laughs> <banking. laughs> and you don't mind being friends with suspected child molesters.
0: <laughs> uh, my other confession is that up until watching it this time, that little dirty kid in the Narrows, I always thought that was Jim Gordon's son. Wow.
3: Oh yeah. Okay. You know what? Actually, I think the first time I saw it, I was like, "Is that Gordon's kid?" And then, like, yeah. Then I realized no, and only a moron would think such a thing. Sure.
2: Yeah. Just a real hey, wait a minute. idiot. <laughs> Is there a tie-in oh, that? That Joffrey is supposed to grow up to be, um, oh, that is Joffrey. You're right. Um, Joseph Gordon-Levitt in the third one, or am I wrong on that? Is there a theory about that though? I thought there was.
3: Maybe
0: it's not. It's not the worst theory. Um, hmm. speaking of um, of Joseph Gordon-Levitt and ohio jokes john holmes and a couple of comics went to see the third batman and they said he was completely quiet the whole movie and then as the credits rolled he goes what do you guys think because i joseph gordon loved it (laughs) <laughs> so john holmes that's the only shout out you'll ever get on this podcast <laughs> oh uh, yeah me too i love you buddy i hope you're Is doing he the well. guy who
2: did the wonderland murders he did do that yeah oh okay yeah
0: <laughs> so uh batman gets dosed with the scarecrow scary stuff and i love the scarecrow mask with like All the terror stuff is really good in this movie, but the scarecrow mask is so scary with like the maggots coming out of his mouth and stuff. And then I thought it was kind of a dick move that Alfred immediately calls Lucius. He just reveals that Bruce is Batman without his consent. It's just like, well, we need uh, the work of this mentally disabled black man. (laughs) (laughs) He just walks in. He's like, Alfred gave me a (laughs) lolly. Bruce has (laughs) (laughs)
3: boo-boo. Um... I kind of feel like if Lucius hadn't figured it out by now, like he was probably too big of a moron to keep working with. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's true. Let's see, a vigilante <laughs> is using literally every single thing that I've given Bruce Wayne
2: over <laughs> yeah. the last month and a half. Um, <laughs> but doesn't he say like, no, don't tell me because then, you know, I don't have to know. <laughs> But, like, it's, like, it's sort of like Bruce Wayne's, like, I I won't kill anyone. Yeah. (laughs) Unless you specifically (laughs) say the words, I'm Batman, then I can say, I don't know.
3: You think think Alfred just goes out on the balcony and just spokes? And (laughs) it's just, like, what have I got to do? He's fucking... Lucius Fox is practically retarded. <laughs> Bruce has been in bed for two days screaming about maggots. <laughs> Fuck.
2: I'm 70 years old. I should be retired. <laughs> I watched the... Um, there's like a... I don't know if it's Screen Junkies or what, but there's a roast of Batman online and the person doing Alfred points out like... You couldn't even hire a real butler. Like, here I am, tending to all of your wounds and doing all this heavy lifting for you. And I have to mop, like, this is bullshit. You're buying a hotel, but you can't, like, hire a butler. Like, you asked me to answer your fucking door. Oh, I'm sorry. I (laughs) mean...
1: stockpiling you weapons he's, he's a
0: billionaire he can't afford one more person <laughs> also that's gonna really suck i didn't think about it till just now but but when alfred thought bruce was dead he was retired living in his mansion as a billionaire seemingly. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then he has to go back to being a butler
1: <laughs> do you think he as should... much
3: as like alfred loved bruce like he ever like try to encourage him to take a couple more risks. Like, <laughs> Master,
1: Bruce, <laughs> jump the tumbler off the roof. <laughs> Please die. Die.
2: Ah. Oh, man. I love that. I don't um... know, Alfred. I think maybe this is getting too risky. No, Master Bruce. Go back out.
1: <laughs>
2: I feel
3: like you're this close to cleaning up the city. Just get out there. <laughs> Two, three more weeks. <laughs> Maybe maybe wear one of the, the cheap cows instead, you know?
0: <laughs> I like that um, Bruce has this big swanky birthday party and Rachel shows up and she gives him an arrowhead as a gift and then drives away in a shitty Ford Escort. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh.
1: like,
0: he's like bummed that she doesn't come and he's and it's like, I don't think she
2: belongs there, Bruce. <laughs> <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> That means she's a really bad lawyer. <laughs> <laughs> That's her
0: oh, we get the, the secret entrance where he like presses the things on the piano key and the bookcase opens up. That was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Again, who built all that? Did Alfred have to
3: build that too? I, guess Alfred, <laughs> because, like... <laughs> I just they pictured Alfred, of, like...
0: <laughs> <laughs> Alfred and, and Bruce are just watching a YouTube tutorial on how to put in a trapdoor.
3: just imagine like the tumbler like pulling up in front of a Home Depot like a bunch of like Mexicans
1: like (laughs) in the back (laughs) boom,
2: boom, boom (laughs) (laughs) I can't kill them though Alfred you don't have to Master Wayne just blow up their house the explosions, (laughs) explosives kill them (laughs) oh man, then we get to
0: the scene where where Lucius gets fired, the board guy comes up. He asks Lucius for info. Lucius gives it to him immediately, and then gets fired. <laughs> like,
1: it's no, such he a shitty he, loop.
2: he asks for he's like, "Give me all this information." Oh, and by the way, you're fired. So Lucius could have just been like, "Yeah, but I'm not going to give you all." Like, you should have waited till I gave you all the stuff, <laughs> and then <laughs> fired me because like now I have no incentive. <laughs> Wait, is it? I might need to use you as a reference. Okay, I'll give you all the top secrets. Of- <laughs> and then I think the biggest problem in the
0: movie or the dumbest thing in the movie is that Rachel is talking to Killian Murphy and he tells her the whole evil plan with like seemingly no pushing at all. And there's still an hour left in the movie. Like, it's mm-hmm. like, well, here's everything. Good luck. And then it seems so early
2: to be like, here's our master plan. Maybe he thought it was going to be a tight ninety-minute movie. And he yeah. thought it was good.
0: <laughs> I did like when he he flips the uh, scarecrow drug back on scarecrow, and then the scary demon Batman is is really good. That yeah. was
3: maybe my favorite part of the whole movie. Scary you know, demon I, Batman, um, yeah, ridiculous. That also should have been Gary Busey, but that's yeah. <laughs>
0: fire to me here's the thing that i noticed this time is that the police on the radio are calling him batman but he has never once mentioned that he's batman or no one's said batman up until this point so did the police call him coin the term batman no he called himself batman
3: when he uh when he grabbed falcon
0: that's right who are you he said i'm
3: I'm Batman. batman
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah, they only I guess they only say Batman like eight times in the movie and uh I think Celia and Murphy says it at least three of the times. Yeah. So Oh, yeah.
0: especially that one time where they hear something <laughs> in the factory or whatever the basement, and he's like, oh,
2: It's the Batman.
0: Because <laughs> yeah, delivery is so funny, he's like horny, <laughs> excited. <laughs>
3: Speaking of Murphy, it's kind of funny to me how, like, when he puts on the Scarecrow, like, he's a pretty, you know, well-spoken guy until he per- ter- puts on the Scarecrow mask, and then he turns into, like, a weird, like, supervillain pun machine, like, ah, you should you should get a drink, cool off, lighten up, like, he's on the fucking gong show, yeah. Like,
0: <laughs> Um, also in this scene, I love the thing he has that calls all the bats and then it like helps him escape hiding in yeah. a cloud of bats. hmm. That was a, that was a
1: let, let
2: me put that up against, uh, Batman and Robin on the bottom of their boots were able to hit a button and have, uh, ice skates come out. So, okay, you know, you know? sure. Your sonar is cool and everything, but they're not ice skates. Yeah.
0: Um you got me there. I got nothing to
3: that. Mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> you know, what? you won me over. It was a yeah. crap movie and it we shouldn't even
2: Batman and Robin is the best Batman movie.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um I I was wondering why does Batman have to run over a cop car immediately? <laughs> like that's that's how you get busted in GTA. You got to you yes. can't You can't I got to kill
2: those that. cops. The weight of my vehicle killed those yeah. cops.
1: <laughs>
0: that whole police chase had to be so terrifying for Rachel high on drugs. Yes. <laughs> he should have just been like please
3: close your eyes, Rachel. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs>
2: the love of blindfold or something a love of my life might go crazy Now might be a good time to take off my cowl and show her a familiar face (laughs) instead because, in her head, she's still seeing blackface Gary Busey back there.
0: What if that's why he's scared? It's not because he looks like a demon, it's because he thinks he's wearing blackface. She doesn't want (laughs) to get canceled. (laughs) Oh my god, (laughs) let me out of this car. She's just like rolling down the window. I'm not with him. He took me, he kidnapped me. <laughs> Why does Batman have to go into the middle of the Batmobile to shoot the boosters? <laughs> like that whole mechanic. I feel like it, it made me think when, when Gordon does it, it made me think that like a dirt bag could put that mechanic in to make the passenger give you Roadhead.
1: <laughs> it seems
2: like when Gordon does oh, it oh too, no, he bumps his again. head <laughs> yeah. on the console. where I'm like, this is clearly a p- prototype like um well that was a uh, good
0: acting because he like he stiffens up because it scares him uh-huh. so he like flinches and then i think he does hit his head i think you're
2: right yeah sam rager comedian sam rager her husband uh deals with a lot of prototype vehicles and stuff and uh we went to a thing and he was driving a prototype minivan and he was talking about like all the design flaws in it. Like, yeah, the back seat will collapse even if you have children in it. <laughs> I'm like, oh yeah, the Batmobile <laughs> definitely needed to be test driven a little bit. <laughs> it struck me
3: as a little funny too. That's like, okay, so like you 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 put in your thing and you go into your little tube. To, to do whatever the fuck you couldn't do while just sitting there. So, but then it's just like there's so many in the passenger seat. It's just your butt just wiggling around in the air. Like, so-
2: Wait, I'm listening. Keep going.
0: It's like, how
3: do can you do that drum? wiggle
2: motion again? Like I know it won't translate to audio, but
3: uh huh. This is this is what I do when my butt wiggles. I put, yeah, my, hands, no, no. put my hands like I'm grabbing a, a, a flat bar mm-hmm. and I move them up and down like this.
2: Okay. Very, no. yeah, really yeah. yeah, you yeah, keep is... working it, Cody. I I'm seeing the appeal. DJ's right. Uh-huh. We're yeah, gonna you, do this yeah, whole rest you... of
3: the episode. Oh, wiggle <laughs> oh, for daddy. Oh,
2: wiggle no. for daddy. Oh, oh. oh.
0: <laughs> He's what if oh. he's down there, Rachel's freaking out and he's like, I have to engage the jump quick, shove a dildo in my ass. <laughs> 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 This, this Batmobile is flawed. <laughs> so he just
3: she saw drugs and he just disappears down a hole yeah. with his ass hanging out, like like he just got eaten by his own car. <laughs>
2: I want two movies now. I want the movie of what Alfred's doing while Bruce is like rehabilitating from being poisoned. And I want just the whole chase thing from Rachel's tripping point of view. (laughs) I love theme
3: parks so much. I feel like Rachel's tripping Batman adventure would be like the best
2: (laughs) ride of all time.
0: (laughs) Well, you know what? If you take too much edibles and go into the uh, Ennis horror ride, it's going to be pretty much the same thing. (laughs) Here's a question for you guys. Why, when he turns the lights off of the Batmobile, does it become completely invisible to a helicopter with a spotlight on it?
1: (laughs) And
2: other vehicles chasing it with headlights. are that have it boxed in all around it. (laughs)
3: Maybe the, the helicopters were being piloted by members of Lucius's family.
0: <laughs> <laughs> what if
2: Batman just like, look over there. And they all looked. And back. <laughs> it's like how my son hides by just closing his eyes. <laughs> and then I have um, to play the game. Where's Benjamin? Where is he? And he opens up his eyes and I'm like, Oh!
0: <laughs> Alfred putting a passed-out Rachel in the back of his car and just on top of his golf clubs it was a pretty problematic scene <laughs> he just takes a pastel girl from a party and throws her in the back of his car he's like
2: dumb to drive home Master Bruce I, I watched all of Succession I feel like that happens <laughs> that was definitely a very Kendall Roy thing to do <laughs> and those people working there it's like you if you spend enough
3: time around rich people, it's just like, you know the terror that's going through. The, it's a comedy bit, but they're also like, we need this catering job. Like, right. We can't.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
3: we'll let the old Australian abduct that lady. <laughs> yeah.
0: And this is where we get the reveal that merely Ducard is actually Raz al Ghul. Oh, tricked us.
2: I feel like I was maybe genuinely surprised by that the first time I saw it. I was Damn. too, yeah. Me too. Yeah. It seemed very... Painfully obvious this time I mean he doesn't die like well I wonder if Liam Neeson's gonna come back oh I
0: feel like that Lucius is at a birthday party with the entire company immediately after just being fired and it just made me think he just went there to
2: get fucked up <laughs> <Just> like <laughs> say well I'm gonna tell
0: these people how I really
2: feel I'm gonna tell these white devils. <laughs> what i've been thinking all these you know there are so many odd elements to this story it makes me wonder like christopher nolan's brother wrote it right or, or wrote it with him yeah with him i think yeah hmm. and i don't really know of any interviews with nolan's brother do you think christopher nolan's brother has special needs like this is that like <laughs> this is like the hollywood blockbuster version of like axe cop <laughs> where it's like <laughs> let someone with the mentality of a child <laughs> write this thing <laughs> and see if we can make something <laughs> enjoyable <laughs> And then Batman hits a button and
3: bats come out.
2: That's great. <laughs> he turns That's off Gary, Gary lights
3: Gary <laughs>
2: <laughs> and they can't see him because his lights are off. <laughs> <laughs> and then he goes in the tube in the bottom of his car and then he blows up the bridge <laughs> and then, and um and the Scarecrow is scary and bugs come out of his mouth. And, um, <laughs> And water's all checks out. <laughs> i know
0: we've we've talked about it in the other batman movie and bird of prey but man gotham is so easy to corrupt the league of shadows within months just completely buys gotham <laughs> like the underground and and arkham like everything like they're just completely took over gotham within a year it seems like
3: it feels like the only profitable industries in uh, Gotham are crime or working for Bruce Wayne. That's like <laughs> literally it. There's, there's no, there's no like ah, I got i I'm a public school teacher. Like no, you can't. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> everyone is poor
2: or owning a hotel that has a fountain because then yeah.
0: someone will hand you. A <laughs> yes, <product>. yes. <laughs> so they get the the microwave bomb and the sewer lids blowing into the sky. I love that part it's such a, like a cool effect of to yeah. show you mm-hmm. where it is in the city where just all the sewer lids are flying up in the air those poor turtles though <laughs> <laughs> it just cuts to the ninja turtles are like bouncing around <laughs> that little weird place they live down there and they're like
3: freaking out because they've been <laughs> living in drugs <laughs> essentially <laughs>
0: player's like someone made a funny ah <laughs> man scarecrow taking a taser to the face was great too i i wonder if that's the origin of taser face from guardians of the galaxy
3: <laughs> oh i would hope so
0: yeah <laughs> i used to be a beautiful irish man <laughs> and now the i'm a giant blue eyes space freak <laughs> I do, like, this This whole end piece is, is great. I think being trapped on an island full of insane people has got to be so scary. Yeah. Builds a lot of tension in the movie.
3: And the fact that it's, it seems like it's an entire city made of alleyways is, like, Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> alleyways and bridges that can just be pulled up or destroyed pretty easily. And, uh, yeah, then we get the climax. He fights Raz al Ghul, and that's when we get the uh, up-to-your-old tricks, and he's like, I learned some new ones and then he doesn't really show any new ones. He just, <laughs> he just improved the, the gauntlets.
3: No, I, I don't remember merely ever showing him a way to blow open the window of a subway and then fly out of it. So I feel That's like you been practicing that one <laughs> yeah. on his own. That's
0: true. And then the scene we talked about where he's like, I won't kill you, but I don't have to save you. And then he flies away. It's like, but but you did kill him. You sabotaged
1: <laughs>
2: the train and then you let him die in it. So why did why did he even go to the train anyway? They were blowing up the tracks. Like this it's sort of like the Indiana Jones Raiders of the Lost Ark thing. All of that would have happened regardless of Batman flying onto the train yeah. to <laughs> you know fight him. It's like the Nazis still would have opened up the Ark and all died. You know <laughs> the train track would have the subway you know or elevated train track would have still been destroyed and Raza's ghoul would have you know still died but
1: uh,
2: yeah that's where I am suspending my disbelief in this Movie about <laughs> a billionaire who throws away money but is very frugal when it comes to servants and uh,
1: <laughs>
0: this was the first time I clocked it in the fight where Batman actually sabotages the controls because I think every time before I watched I just assumed that Roz Halkul did that mm-hmm mm. But he just yes. he stabs it just stabs a big knife into it to, so that it can't stop and uh, yeah,
2: yeah, because they have the line where he's like, you can't stop the train. And he's he's like, like, who said anything about stopping it? Yeah.
3: It is a little weird though because uh, so much of that plan like really hinges on Gordon not fucking up. Gordon who <laughs> yeah. was
0: like never
3: been it almost would have made more sense if Batman was just in the Batmobile that he has been in before and used yeah. that weird tunnel uh-huh. thing. To blow this stuff out. And then just nobody's on there with Ducard. Yeah, he and then, didn't have uh, to
1: fight Razogl yeah. at
0: all. He just, no, he really didn't. Also, uh, <laughs> for the first time, I thought the whole beginning, they have that scene where Thomas Wayne talks about how this train is a gift to Gotham and then it ends with him destroying the train so that poor people can't can't get to work anymore. That's what happened for making me play doctor with you, daddy.
2: I will destroy your legacy. And then hopefully I won't have the nightmares anymore.
3: Now let's listen to that dick, Bruce. Oh, Got a strong, strong heartbeat
0: in that dick. Thumb, thumb. Thumb, thumb. And that's pretty much it. Then we get the uh, denouement where uh, I'm French. I'm fancy. Where, uh, <laughs> where Rachel and him are talking and she says, Bruce Wayne is now your mask and Batman is who you are and all that lame shit. And then um, they talk about rebuilding the mansion, which we don't get until the third
2: movie. Yeah. Well, she does say that she'll go for him as soon as like, she says uh, oh, uh maybe maybe yeah, maybe you know, as soon as Gotham's all fixed up again, which um <laughs> <laughs> clearly the city's never going to be fixed up. Like like That's you said, not... the infrastructure is so poor in Gotham <laughs> City.
3: <laughs> That's my biggest problem with Rachel as a character in this movie. There's this like franticness to her where it's almost like she's acting like if I just get done with this, like she's trying to make one last big score. If we just <laughs> yeah, put this one guy away, Gotham's gonna be just fine. And it's like, yeah, right. no, dummy, you're gonna be driving in that Ford Escort
0: until you die. Like,
2: just...
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, that's it. Do You guys have anything else about the movie?
2: Um, Batman and Robin has really fun sound effects. <laughs> like when they throw yeah. they throw a vase when they're in the art mu- the Gotham art museum, and uh-huh. it makes a cartoon like do- whoop sound effect, and then Robin catches it, and George Clooney says, you break it, you buy it, and uh, I think this movie could have used more sound effects, like cartoon sound effects, (laughs) and slide whistles. Like, slide slide whistles would have been really fun throughout
0: this entire movie. There's a Roger Moore, James Bond, I forget which one it is, but they... There's a scene where a car goes up this ramp and jumps over over a river. And at that point in movie history, it was the greatest stunt of all time. Like, technically, it just was a perfect execution and something that no one has ever seen before. And in the editing of the movie, they add a slide whistle in it. So. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> it
0: was like this master stroke of, the, of their stunt team. And then they're just like, boop.
1: <laughs>
2: Uh, yeah it's like that tallest like building fall that's in uh, i can't remember what 80s movie it is but if they had just like undercut that with the wilhelm (laughs) screen no i just set a world record for jumping off a building into an airbag (laughs) what the fuck guys
0: (laughs) all right well let's do some trivia and get out of here Christian Bale's active dislike for his uncomfortable Batman outfit helped his performance in The Dark Knight because he was constantly in a bad mood while wearing it. I feel like Christian Bale's constantly in a bad mood. Yeah, <laughs> probably. <that's>... Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, in the scene when he wakes up after getting drugged, that was the first scene that Christian Bale shot with Michael Caine and Morgan Freeman. So the first time <laughs> meeting them, and he fell asleep rehearsing, and so. Mm-hmm. He, get, he got woken up by Kane poking him in the ribs. He's like, look at that.
2: He's bloody falling asleep. <laughs> <laughs> Michael Kane's Australian again. I like
0: it. <laughs> uh, while shooting in the streets of Chicago, a person accidentally crashed into the Batmobile. The driver was apparently drunk and said he hit the car in a state of panic. Believing the Dark Knight's vehicle to be an alien spacecraft.
2: I don't understand how that's possible because this was so tightly under wraps, and there were so many things that were being shot around LA when I lived there that you can't get that close to anything in order to do that. I I read that trivia too, but I call bullshit on it. Yeah, you don't believe it? No. Also, uh well i mean tangentially related trivia my boss gives like she's really great at giving gifts Mm -hmm. and um so i knew i couldn't meet her ability so one year i decided to give people the worst christmas presents possible and i got (laughs) her a face cast uh, a life mask of christian bale because she's never mentioned christian bale at all to the point that when i gave it to her i said it's christian bale and she said from newsies so um, <laughs> yeah so my boss now owns christian bale's face <laughs> christian bale did a lot of his own stunt like a lot of the people in the movie did their own stunts like you can yeah. even see like mark boone jr when he's uh being dropped by batman and then brought back up um off the rooftop or whatever like mm-hmm. it's really him dropping and uh I thought that was pretty cool, but apparently they wouldn't let Christian Bale drive the Batmobile at all, which makes sense. Like, you can never see who's in it during any of the exterior shots, so, you know, there's no need for him to actually buy it. But uh, I just like the idea that Christian Bale is a notoriously bad driver, apparently. (laughs) They're like, don't let him near the fucking Batmobile.
0: (laughs) That reminds me of there was leaked promo footage of the Batman and mm. where you saw the motorcycle for the first time the bat cycle mm. and people were like losing their mind over it but the the video they showed was the bat mobile or the bat cycle going maybe 15 miles an hour <laughs> mm. <laughs> it was just barely like puttering along
1: <laughs> and people were like whoa that's so cool
2: <laughs> i uh i i'm sharing this just to make myself seem relevant like uh, I, this isn't my make a wish to be on your podcast or something, <laughs> but um, I've done a handful of acting things. And for some reason, driving is always so difficult to me. And like having been a road comic forever, like I feel like I've driven more than the average person, but I did a commercial where I was. Croning, you'll like this. Uh, you can start masturbating right now. I'm wearing a tutu okay. and fairy wings, and I had to get <laughs> out of the car and start walking. And I couldn't figure out how to stop the car, get the keys out, take the seat belt off, and get out of the car without hitting the fairy wing. It was so complicated that I was like, Oh, it's probably just the fairy wings. And then years later, I did a, a there's a the Weather Channel does original programming, and I was on a show called Tornado Alley about reenactments of people that survived tornadoes, and I had to carry my neighbor, put him in the back of a minivan, close the door, get into the minivan, put my seatbelt on and drive away, and I could not remember all the steps. Like I forgot like how to close two doors and put a seatbelt on. And it took so many takes, and I'm like, I know how to drive a car, like I drive, like so. Maybe Christian Bale just like can't, you know? Yeah. Maybe Christian Bale gets in his head, and he's like, I can do stunts, I just can't put on seatbelts.
0: <laughs> I did do do something very like angry. that for uh, a 48-hour film where I had to like pick up a drink and move it while talking, and it just you never think about it when you're watching movies and stuff, but. You, it really gets in your head if you screw it up once or twice where you're like mm-hmm. oh i have to do this and then i have to walk over here and then i have to stand right there and then i have to put this down and then i have to
2: grab something else it's like while talking the whole time it's yeah my acting style i just i stole this from jack lemon where he would just stumble over words and it mm-hmm. seems naturalistic and stuff so i would just kind of allow myself to do that and a casting director was like wow that." That's great. Can you try it again without your glasses on? And for some reason, I had it in my head that this was some sort of mental trick, and I couldn't do it. Uh, And so I tried it like a couple of times, and then I said, "Nope, I guess I can't."
0: I did not get glasses off, and your eyes immediately cross, and you're like.
2: Do I look at my grappling hook? My grappling hook's <laughs> so cool, guys. My grappling hook can make you go up tall things and you can swing around. And no, I can talk about grappling hooks all day and sound really good. Cool. <laughs> Man, that was visual. The audience is just going to have to guess when I took my glasses off for that yeah. <laughs> dramatic
0: reenactment. Christian Bale lost his voice three times during filming. And it's
2: not even as severe as it is in the other two
0: movies. Yeah. 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 An unforeseen problem with the ninja training academy was that Liam Neeson towered over the rest of the men, so the rest yes. of the ninjas had to stand on wooden blocks. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> that would have made it so much easier
3: for Bruce to find the right one at the end. Yeah. Like the only one that didn't <laughs> wasn't Which standing on a one? yoga cube. <laughs> yeah. What Let's if see. they wore those um ninja Kiss wooden boots. platform <laughs>
0: sandals? <laughs> sandals. <Yeah. laughs> They're all in like wooden,
2: like tall, high heels. I like the way that they were all very choreographed throughout that whole. Like, yeah, they had to have had like um, Paula Abdul Cohen and like choreographed that whole (laughs) dance (laughs) sequence. And one and two and three and turn and two and three and four and turn and two and three and step and turn. And (laughs) now I'm going to think about
3: opposites attract every time I see that scene. loyal fan base if anybody wants to make a remix video of that
1: uh, <laughs>
0: yeah and then uh I do one more here this is the first live action appearance of scarecrow he was originally going to be in the fifth joel schumacher tim burton movie that got tragically according to mike bobbitt canceled oh i would
2: have loved to have seen scarecrow nipples
0: <laughs> scared him why is gotham in this one it's not as much but in almost every other movie it's aesthetically the 1950s i mean
2: yeah i mean for the flashbacks you know it, it definitely is you yeah know, like but yeah is it like they what do you
3: think is it like they had a lot of classic architecture and they just didn't want to update it got them, so. just like yeah. run out of money and they're like well <laughs> these are our buildings yeah. and that's it
2: because in the comics they're not at the opera aren't they seeing Zorro yeah they're,
3: they're yes. seeing the mark of Zorro yeah, the yeah. Mark of Zorro.
2: so it's yeah,
1: yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> right. I guess now you could just be like yeah we're seeing mark of Zorro with Antonio Banderas <laughs> and, uh... <laughs> Well now we get to
0: the to a lot of people's favorite part of the podcast. Uh Mike Bobbitt, would you rather watch this movie again or have a roasted vegetable soup?
2: Ooh, I love ro- ro- roasted vegetables. So I'm gonna go roasted vegetable soup.
0: Yeah. How about yeah. you, Mike?
3: Um i've seen this movie so many times and i'm really hungry for lunch right now so this is a little unfair <laughs> yeah, me too. nothing against the movie but i'm gonna go roast vegetable
0: yeah well this has been soup or heroes for another week <laughs> soup one because we're all starving because it's lunch time <laughs> oh you're going soup as well uh well i i said that specifically because i'm about to heat up roasted vegetables and eat them as fast as possible because i have another podcast in 20 minutes so yeah, oh this is, this is your other podcast.
2: It's...
0: <laughs> um it's uh, codex, it's a history of video games podcast. And I'm gonna talk about comic book games, like superhero games. Okay. That's sick. Yeah. Can this I the first uh... time it's been all soups
1: ever. I know.
0: It's never been all soups. I and I love this movie, but god damn it, we're all hungry.
2: <laughs> May I plug my podcast and uh nope that's all the time uh, we have this week uh, and so ask Mike you. cody if you
3: <laughs> no no we're good thanks so much thanks so much uh we got a hard out at two hours and 17 minutes and five seconds so goodbye. but Bye.
2: no 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 we, you guys are gonna cut out the bathroom breaks I hope
3: nope. no no I'm, no, I'm Start Patreon content. No, I, I,
2: <laughs> oh, I don't like any of the things I said during that. I, oh no, I thought that was all off the record.
3: By the way, this whole this whole podcast has been a big sting to <laughs> out you as a child molesting peg <laughs> yeah. freak.
0: Great,
2: they're gonna take my children away from me.
0: Yeah. All right, um, Mike. What is the name of your podcast? Is it Fucking Kids with Mike Bobbit? <laughs> It sounds like an angry parenting podcast at first,
3: fucking kids. <laughs> then you're, you're like, oh,
0: oh. <laughs> episode one. Here's how you get them. Oh god, this is not. How's there an episode two?
2: <laughs> I, uh, I, I did want to do like a when I became a dad, a uh, like a a show sort of like nailed it where you give dads like tasks that with an impossible to meet time limit uh you know like and mix it with like a drunk history where you get like uh hungover dads having to build lego sets without instructions <laughs> and I wanted to call it fucking kids because I didn't really
1: think to the title <laughs> <laughs>
2: and um it, it like I've really gotten into the band Chumba Wumba and one of the guys in the band is named uh Danbert no bacon and my wife is <laughs> like that can't be his real name and I was like no no I'm sure it isn't I'm sure he's just like uh vegetarian and you know whatever and i was like that's a good stage name though like i'd like to change my name to something i wouldn't eat like i'm gonna change my name to michael no dick and then allison (laughs) was like do you want to rethink that and i'm like oh immediately yes So now that we covered my great musical taste, I have a a podcast called Soundtrack to My Life where I interview different creative people about the um, music that inspired them. And Mike Cronin is on an episode where he has his turn as the person who makes child molesting jokes. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's why I did my dynamite impression of uh, Walter Matthau. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) <laughs> um and uh, uh i will agree with dj dangler uh mike Cody. you are delightful and uh uh-huh. if you would ever like to meet virtually again i would love to have you a guest on that podcast as well i, I would um,
3: love to uh to do that as well it's, it's been such a treat finally getting to meet you and you've uh, lived up to the hype and uh you i know anyone hanging out with dj is a good dude but you have been everything everything i'd hoped you'd be and more
2: He doesn't have that that highest standards for friends. You know, he (laughs) hung out with Alex Price for the longest time, and you know, uh, know, I take back everything I said. Yeah, DJ will be friends
0: with anyone. What's really great about this episode too is that we've talked about DJ so much that we don't even have to have him on the podcast now. You really don't. (laughs) You know what? I'll go far to say we shouldn't. So let's. uh...
1: (laughs) So DJ, DJ
2: you're not invited. (laughs) Don't ask. I think it should be like a Bloodhaven thing where you just start referencing DJ every episode, (laughs) but going forward now without any context, and people Mm. are just like DJ Dangler, that definitely sounds like a character in a superhero (laughs) movie. (laughs) That can't be a real person's name. It's an alliteration, so it has to be a DC thing. (laughs) He must be a Superman villain with Lois Lane, Lex Luthor, DJ Dangler. Yeah, he's probably, yeah, it's probably like a 70s era character, like a (laughs) Studio 54 crime boss. And DJ Dangler I want
3: this uh, show to get big enough that we can have merch based on things that only people who made it through the whole podcast will appreciate yes. so we can have like a DJ Dangler shirt and we'll give DJ none of the money <laughs> <Yes>.
0: <laughs> and it's just it's a picture of him with a speech bubble that says I'm a pedophile <laughs> we give it to people who go to his (laughs) shows um in all sincerity i will say i love uh mike i love your podcast it's it's one of my favorite podcasts to listen to and uh it's you're really good interviewer and uh it's fun to listen to new music and it's great
2: well I, i i appreciate that very much i uh I am also very happy that this was sort of like a a meet-cute that Cronin arranged because I am getting to step into Mike Cody's uh, shoes as running uh, Underbelly with you now. And our uh, first Detroit Underbelly show is November 1st. That's right. It's comedians doing anything but comedy. And um, I am now feeling a little overwhelmed because they are big shoes to cover because, uh, Mike Cody, you are delightful
3: oh thank you so much i'm i'm so glad we i was worried i was like i was getting a little anxious are we going to talk about underbelly like it's <laughs> it, it's uh because uh, you, you guys are absolutely the right people to be doing it i'm so glad that you're doing it and i, I think detroit is in for a real treat. like because your show is going to have its own special flavor and you're going to have so much fun running it and everybody who goes is going to have such a good time it's i'm so excited for you guys and i want to yeah. come out there at some point and see the show
2: the special flavor is called forced improv. <laughs> <laughs> it was
0: funny. We uh, original underbelly got asked to open for an improv troupe one time, and we didn't, without even thinking about it, all of our bits were about how we hate improv. <laughs> we did like five scenes about oh, at least we're not improvisers. <laughs> <Those trash> <laughs> <people>. <laughs>
1: Well, yeah,
0: we're uh, I'm so excited to start Underbelly and um, lo- fingers crossed this episode will come out before Underbelly starts, probably not, but hey, we'll figure it out. And uh yeah, please come November 1st at Go Comedy. Uh,
2: you have 17 days to get this all your heavy breathing taken out of this episode. <laughs> it takes <laughs> That's the, than that's, that, a, yeah,
3: that's a That's a 30-day job. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Is there a breathe like we got these pee poppers? Is there like a breath garter, like or like a like an apnea oh, mask God, that I we wish. could put you on? <laughs> sleep apnea <laughs> microphone. Yeah,
1: just, hit just
2: an, get an asthma just inhaler get before you do this. I did. I did during this episode. <laughs> oh jeez. I
1: All Thought right. I was
2: recording with fucking Darth Vader, <laughs> <laughs> <Bastard>. <laughs> I have a disease.
3: All right, go go eat your veggies, Mike. Okay, <laughs> go, eat, go eat your fucking veggies.
0: All right, well, thank you guys. Uh, oh fuck, Mike, we gotta pick next week's episode. Um, oh, uh,
3: yeah. Is it my turn? Or is it your turn?
0: I forget. Let's just say it's your turn.
3: Well, actually, it was my turn. I did Superman Returns, and then you switch it to Batman begins. Cause we took a little bit of a break. Cause you had a baby. And, oh,
1: yeah.
3: uh, which we didn't even talk about, which is yeah. a little crazy. Like, like, <laughs> <laughs> I guess Mike added a kid since our last episode. That's how long it's yeah. been. We haven't um,
0: recorded in a month and a half. And Oh yeah.
3: shit. Um, let's do, uh, been on maternity leave. It's okay. Um, uh, paternity leave. Paternity. No, <laughs> no, I, I stand, I stand by <laughs> okay. my All words. Right. Uh, I've seen you shirtless. <laughs> <Bastard>. <laughs> I'm gonna throw you in a shadow cage. uh, <laughs> uh let's do Superman Returns. I- I've been wanting to see that again for a while. If you don't mind it, we'll okay. go DC back to back.
0: Absolutely, we'll,
3: um, yeah. yeah. Cool. Superman Returns it is.
0: Yep. Well, Mike Bobbit, continue to go fuck yourself and uh we can't <laughs> wait to expose you as a pet file on this episode. <laughs> and uh I and I
2: love you and I can't wait to see you. I, I feeling is mutual. (laughs) (laughs) I can't wait to be exposed as a pedophile. (laughs) My reign, my reign of terror will finally come to an end.
0: (laughs) And Mike continue not being a pedophile and, uh, and and I miss you. It's so good to see you. Talk to you again. I missed you. All
3: right. right. Missed you too. See you buddy. Bye.
0: Hey guys, thank you for listening to another episode of Comics on Film. Uh, Sorry, the sound quality and the intro and outro are a little bit different. I left my cord in the green room last night, so I do not have it right now. I can't use the board. So this is just coming from my MacBook speakers. We had a blast with Mike Bobbitt. Please check out his podcast, Soundtrack to My Life. I had a really fun time doing it. Since then, I've become a fan, and I listen to a bunch of other episodes, and they're so good. So follow Mike Bobbitt. follow soundtrack to my life follow us comics on film Follow me specifically, Bonesnake3. I am back out on the road, baby. If you're listening to this as it comes out, I am in Spokane, Washington this weekend at the Spokane Comedy Club. Next weekend, I'll be in the Bricktown Comedy Club in Oklahoma City. And January 25th and 26th, I will be at Summit City Comedy Club in Fort Wayne. And the 27th and 28th, I will be at the Louisville Comedy Club in Louisville, Kentucky. So come see me on the road, bitches, and help me. Be famous this year so we don't have to give up my kids and I can
1: no longer, um, I'm, I'm not doing well guys.